This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, October 6th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A man was shot at a SEPTA station in Center City, Philadelphia. It happened on the platform at 15th and Market Streets at 3.50 a.m. Thursday. The male victim was struck in the leg, police said. Uh, both SEPTA and Philadelphia police responded to the scene. The victim's condition has not yet been released and no arrests have been made. This latest shooting comes just as SEPTA announced a new safety plan to deal with crime, cleanliness, and drug use in stations. SEPTA officials identified areas where customers reported concerns about homelessness. They found stations along Market Street, especially at 13th and 15th Street stations and the Norristown Transportation Center to be a recurring uh, reoccurring problem. That Norristown Transportation Center, uh, my mom just drove by there. Like uh, It was very, very early in the morning and she said like she could not believe how many homeless people were there sleeping. And, you know... Norristown Transportation Center? Where is that? It's the Norristown town um stop on the okay. on yeah and right. it's just but it's a hub it's a big station and yeah. um she it's and it's always been pretty bad with you know homeless people but she said you could not believe how many people were there, there there's an instagram account uh that and i forget the name of it but that it's it's basically all this stuff around the city and uh and yes and those, i know what you're talking about and it's um uh, you, you want to look yeah, yeah it's just massive scale mm-hmm. it's unbelievable yeah, the there's, there's a lot of major cities that that have the same problem yeah. i was watching yeah. a, a real sports uh, uh episode over the weekend and, they, and you know they go down and i forget what city they were in but uh, these people like living in tunnels essentially yes. and there's lots of them my brother was just in la and he's been there before and again that's you know known to, uh, to be bad but he said same thing like it was yeah. overrun it was yeah. so yeah. bad it's sad the inquiry read an, an article earlier this year that talked about you know how septic can't keep up with enough employees. Right. So they're locking down portions of the station, but then that allows for people to break into those sections and to and to live in them. Yeah. And then there's nobody right. to check on it until you kind of stumble into it. I did it a few weeks ago, leaving an Eagles game. I walked the wrong way to get to the trolley and stumbled into like a whole encampment right, right there. And, you know, it's a little scary when you're by yourself and you just don't know. Yeah, you don't know, know who you're going to encounter. Well, yeah, and sure. you're lost because yeah. you don't know how to get out. The signs around there aren't great, but it's just Marissa, scary. is that you? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bill, what are you doing? Just hang, hanging with my homies, making stew. <laughs> right. Well, and there was a shooting there last yeah. night. Wow. Yeah. Uh, SEPTA says the number of homeless people using its stations and trains is rising. SEPTA's scope program is focused on providing social services to the homeless. SEPTA officials also promised to secure out-of-sight sleeping locations to discourage and illicit behavior through the scope program. SEPTA increased the number of patrol officers. Uh, SEPTA also points out that the use of the powerful tranquilizer known as Trank may Ugh. increase the risk of people falling onto the tracks. Keeping stations and trains clean is also a priority. Next year, SEPTA plans to triple its custodial budget. Police are looking for a trio of suspects who allegedly placed a skimming device on a credit card reader inside a 7-Eleven store in Exton. West Whiteland uh, Township Police say that officers responded to the 7-Eleven store in the 100 block of North Pottstown Pike on Tuesday after the device was found at the main cash register. Skimming devices secretly record bank uh, account data from cards. Thieves can use that, then use the data to steal money from the victim's account. Police say that the device was placed around 8.30 p.m. on Monday. According to investigators, the suspect used a small child to place on the counter to block the cashier from seeing them use the, uh, put the skimmer. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. Apparently it's a common tactic. 
Yep. Well, and, and I guess they were a little surprised that it was inside of the store. Like typically, right. you see them yeah. outside on the you know the gas pumps or yeah. ATM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this was right inside the store. It can be done pretty quickly. The you device know. was on the credit card reader for several hours and may have compromised the data of some customers. Anyone? Wait, uh, I'm sorry. You yeah. said it, it was. I thought it was much quicker than that. It was. It was there getting data for hours. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. From uh, so they said anybody who used the credit card or debit card at that 7-Eleven in Exton between 8:30 p.m. on Monday okay. and 12 p.m. on Tuesday is asked to report any suspicious charges. And they say um, that you should keep checking because sometimes the charges don't appear immediately. Right. Mark Vetri first opened the doors of his signature restaurant, Vetri, on Spruce Street in Center City 24 years ago. Anticipating the 25th anniversary next year, he's asking his customers for a favor. For the first decade or so, he hand-painted and hand-wrote every single menu himself. He says he's humbled that so many diners saved his menus, some even framing them. Now he wants to borrow them back for an art installation. Over the years, every single night that someone's eating here, they mention how they have one of my menus hanging on their their walls. Vetri says. Uh, they say it just reminds them of a special moment in their life. I think, wow, I remind you of a special moment. So I just thought, let's memorialize all of that. Vetri later realized he could have his handwriting turned into a font, so he started color copying each menu's signature fork design. Uh, if you have an older hand-painted menu at home, a Vetri original, he's asking to borrow it just for a bit. He's also asking that you add a little note about the evening that you dined with him. Uh, you can mail it or drop it off in person. If you do so, he says says that you can stay, have an espresso with him on the stoop. And he says after the installation, he promises that he will get the menu back to mm. you. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies closed out the regular season with a 3-2 loss to the Houston Astros on Wednesday. What the is this? After the game, they flew to St. Louis. The Phillies and Cardinals will open up the first round of the playoffs in the best-of-three wildcard series Friday afternoon at Busch Stadium. First pitch will be at 2.07. Game 2 will be played Saturday night at 8.37. Game 3, if necessary, will be played Sunday night also at 8.37. Game 1 of the series will be played 11 years to the day after the Phillies last played a postseason game on October 7, 2011. Wow. Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola will start games 1 and 2, respectively, for the Phillies. Lefty Ranger Suarez will go for game three if necessary. The Sixers beat the Cavaliers 113 to 112 at the Wells Fargo Center last night. Tyrese Maxey managed 21 points on 9 for 11 shooting in just 15 minutes of play and the Sixers improved to 2-0 this preseason. Joel Embiid played 19 minutes in the first half and recorded 12 points, 6 rebounds and 3 assists. Their next preseason game is in Cleveland on Monday, October 10th at 7pm. With injuries mounting, the Eagles didn't even hold a full practice on Wednesday instead electing to have a walkthrough. Several key Eagles, including Jake Elliott, Jordan Maialata, and Avante Maddox were listed as did not practice, mm. as well as Patrick and Kyron Johnson, who were both out yesterday with concussions. Next up for the Eagles is a Sunday game against the Arizona Cardinals at 425. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to Thursday and all its Thursday glory. And like I said, we're going to be seeing the sun shortly. It's going to be a nice start to your day finally. Yes. This gloom and Doom and all this uh, down feel is going to be changing to an upward feel. And we have uh, some money to give away. 
And we have some people to chat with and hang out with this morning. So you who loot is going to be popping up again at 8 a.m. and then 10 a.m. Opportunities to win a thousand bucks. Pretty sweet deal. Uh, we've got uh, Burger Brawl oh, appearances oh. this morning. I don't know who's going to be here yet. I'll get the information, but we're going to have uh, burgers here. Sometimes that comes with giveaways, so we'll be ready for that later on because the Burger Brawl is coming up October 23rd at Xfinity Live. And speaking of food, our friend Nick Elmy is stopping in today. Ah. Amazing chef, and uh, he's going to be promoting an event that is coming up at the zoo on Saturday, and it is the uh, 21st annual Walk to Stamp Out Parkinson's, and Nick's always, Nick is always great to talk to, so spend some time with them. And also, there's a, a, a product called uh, Life Brand. Yes. Uh, if you have a social media history and you're concerned about that, these guys can help <laughs> out, and we're going to find out. It's an intriguing uh, service. More and more people are interested in this kind of service and what they can do for you. Yeah, I actually um, used it last night. Did you? I did. Very and, cool. Yeah, so I can you know talk about my experience. All right. I can't we're, wait to see what you found. Yeah. <laughs> actually going to have the founder and CEO here this morning uh, to chat a little bit about that. So uh, that, and, and I understand we have a prize blowout to do. Too. Oh, nice. A lot of stuff to give away, so we're going to have an opportunity for you to win some goodies. If you hang out with us for a while, and we certainly hope that you will do that, let's take a quick break. Come back in just a second. The winning starts with a stupid question, and uh, we'll get the entertainment report, too, when we get back. Stay put. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's... it's Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com not fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Quick mention that Nick is out today, uh, so Marissa will be popping in from time to time into the studio. Special guest, Marissa Magnata. Yep. Uh, we are going to ask a stupid question this morning. We're going to give away a pair of combo passes for the Bates Motel and Haunted Attraction in Glen Mills, PA. The question I have for you this morning, the Russian space station Mir, the name translates to what in English? That name, Mir. What does that mean in English? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. You just mentioned the haunted house. And uh, I was, you know, there was a whole list of all the haunted houses to do, the, you know, the great ones in the area. And, like, I'm wrapping back around. Because we used to do that years ago. Yes. We would all go yep. to them. Now, Jace is at the age where that's what he's getting into. He's getting oh. into the, the jump scares and all of that. So now I'm, like, having to go back through these. I'm like, oh, God. It's the best time. <laughs> I love them, yeah. He's got a, a group of buddies that he wants to take around? Yeah, like, okay. he'll go with, but usually I'll go through with them. Like, sure. Uh, you know, yeah. but he's into the whole like screaming yeah. and like. Oh, have fun with that. <laughs> great. All right. So while we're waiting for your answer for the stupid question, uh, go through some birthdays on Thursday, October sixth. We will start with Elizabeth Shue celebrating her birthday today. She's great. Got to know her in uh, the Karate Kid and Cocktail and Back to the Future, and now and yeah. she was in Cobra Kai too. Spoiler alert! But uh, she ends up in. I mean, there's five seasons in. So. And the boys. And the boys. Oh, I was yeah. definitely going to mention that yeah. as well. Yeah. So. Uh, she turns 59 years old today. Just uh, What's, a, what a sweetheart. What's your bro doing? 
Andrew of, Shue. Of Melrose Place fame. I Good always liked him. Question. Yeah. Was it Billy? Wasn't that Billy. his name? Yeah. 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 Uh, so Couldn't act to save say. his life. No? Have no idea. I did oh, like him, though. Billy. <laughs> what he's into these days. So happy 59 to Elizabeth Shue. Uh, we also have musician Matthew Sweet celebrating his birthday today. Big Matthew Sweet fan. Great songs from him. Uh, girlfriend and Sick of Myself, two of his biggest. Uh, he turned 58 years old today. So happy birthday to Mr. Matthew Sweet. Uh, also turning a year older is Swedish model and actress Britt Eklund. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's the ex-girlfriend of Rod Stewart. She's actually uh, married to Peter Sellers for a little while. It's a crazy marriage, yeah. Notably, she is the voice that you hear in the song Tonight's the Night at the end. She's the one who whispers in French. Yes. At the very end. She's also a former Bond girl. Uh, she is oh. 80 years old today. What movie was she in? Man with the Golden Gun. Okay. Happy. There is a picture of her. I don't know if this is real or not, but dear God. Steve, do you uh, see it? Yeah. Is that I, real? I, I mean, it's it's her. It's a lot of plastic it, surgery. It could, no, man. It's not good if but it like, is. But like plastic surgery gone bad. If, yeah. it, if it is real, I don't know. All right. She's 80 today. Uh, Tommy Stinson, bassist for The Replacement. And also Guns N' Roses. He's been uh, the, the GNR bass player for, or was, uh, for a while before Duff came back. Years, right? Him. Yeah. Uh, so he turns uh, 56 years old today and is from Philly, right? Yes. I mean, the Mac yeah. good friends with him. Absolutely. So. Uh, he, he, is he the one who's playing on Chinese Democracy? I believe he yeah, yeah. might be, Steve. Yeah, so 56 today. Uh, another musician, Kevin Cronin, uh. lead singer of... Mario Speedwagon turned 71 years old today. They keep on rolling. Yeah, that's the song yeah. I thought I'd heard. That's no, Steve's, I was going to do that. That's but... Steve's anthem, but still, you know, it's nice to hear. I love this. I, I listen to it at least once it. a week. Usually uh, when I'm doing my goat yoga. Kevin turns <laughs> 71 years old today. Uh, it's also Ellen Travolta's birthday. Oh! John Travolta's sister and actually wow. played Horshack's mother on uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, yeah, Ellen Travolta is 83, by the way. Wow. I didn't realize it was his sister. For some reason, I always thought it was his mom. Right, yeah. Okay. I-, I wonder what the age difference is because she's 83. He's got to be... Wait. He's not over 70, There's is no... He? Well... I can't imagine he is. Maybe early 70s? I don't know. Well, I, don't know. I thought he was He's younger 68. than 68. Yeah. 68. Okay. All right. So, Come on, people. So she's she's quite a bit older than Yeah. Me. And then the last birthday, actor Brett Gelman from Stranger Things plays oh. one of my absolute favorite characters, Murray, yeah. on the show. <laughs> uh, he When they introduced him, I'm like, I... Love this guy. He's a he's a hilarious um, comedy actor. He turns into the quasi badass yes. in this most recent season. Such a switch, and uh, it was just the best. But all the while, as funny as he was, just doing badass things. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, what what I loved about his character is he saw through all the sexual tension. Yes, he did. Amongst a few different characters, <laughs> just like oh please. And the way he would talk to everybody when they would start, uh, especially the adults when they're arguing, he's like, children, children, <laughs> children. I love that guy. So happy birthday to Murray, 
Brett Gelman, who is 46 today. Um, also, I just want to tell you a quick story because today is my mom's birthday. Oh. Happy birthday, Jerry. Yes. Uh, it is also uh, my brother's twin's first birthday. Oh, oh, oh no kidding. And it is also the twin's other grandmother's birthday. <gasps> wow. What? Isn't that weird? They yeah. had the twins on both of the grandmothers, and the, the grandmothers share the birth the same birthday, I, and the I, twins I, were born wow. that day. Did Janice Joplin have... Ever thought that, no. this would all take no, place? No, my mom, yeah, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> nope, wrong button. Uh, so, so October six is a busy day for you. Day. Guys. Busy yeah. day in our family. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, what are you guys doing? Uh, they're having a party for the the babies on uh, this weekend, okay. and I, you know, we'll do something dinner. It's their first birthday. First birthday. Oh. Yeah. What are you going axe throwing? <laughs> <laughs> no, they love penguins and spoons. Oh, uh, so. uh, penguins and spoons. That's my favorite <laughs> party. My, yeah. My nephew Isaac uh, always has a spoon in his hand. Okay. He loves spoons. All right. And they don't know why. He'll Maybe be the new spoon eating. man. Yeah. <laughs> Just because we love a connection, Janice Joplin died on October. 4th. Four. Yeah, oh, it was, yeah. I it was mean, a. I, I mentioned that the other day yeah, to Kathy. Yeah. yeah, specifically. So, um, all right, nice. All right, well, happy birthday, everyone. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. So, uh, what does the Russian space station's name Mir mean in English? Two one five two six three WMMR. We will go to Austin and see if we can get an answer. Hey, Austin. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So, what does Mir mean in English, please? Peace. Peace is correct. <laughs> Hang on a second, Austin. Set you up with a pair of combo passes for the Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions in Glen Mills, PA. And it's this week's big friggin' deal. Two tickets to Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions for just $50, by the way. That's half price to experience the number one haunted attraction in America. And you can get it now at WMMR.com. The keyword is deal, and that's while supplies last. Uh, we'll start with this. Actor Charlie Hunnam battled serious health issues while he was filming the Apple TV Plus series uh, Shantaram. Uh, he told the Hollywood Reporter at the show's premiere on Monday, uh, when I was in India, I got bacterial gut infection. Oh, man. A viral gut infection and acute respiratory infection. I had conjunctivitis oh. in both eyes, an ear infection, and deng- uh, dengue fever. Dengue fever. Oh, dengue from, fever? Uh, from mos- wow. a mosquito bite. Yeah. That's very dangerous. Yeah, he had all of this going on at the Jesus. same time. Uh, his bad luck continued on the Zack Snyder film Rebel Moon, where he sustained a totally exploded S1 and S2 that are torn wide open. What are S1 and S2s? I guess those are... Scrote 1, Scrote 2. Well, you have your L1 and your L2 and your S... Like, so you have your L's and your oh. S's, right? So yeah, I guess lumbar. I guess S is maybe in your neck? Well, I don't know. Your lumbar is... The, the L's lower. lower yeah. So lumbar is what that Does that lead for. to an S-storm? Uh, maybe, but I'm not sure what that is. I know so many women who... Dig the hell out of Charlie Hunnam. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hang on. Is he? He's some Sons of Anarchy. That's the guy. He's from okay. Pacific Rim. Yeah. He. Uh, I think he. He's. He's works uh, with uh, Michael Ritchie a lot. I mean. He's. Yeah. It says an exploded S one and S two that are torn wide open. So. I, I've never heard of that before. The internet is saying something. It might have to do with second heartbeat. And first heart? No, no. If his heart, if his heart was yeah. torn wide open, he'd probably not be doing Oh, my God. Google. Ow. Ow, my heart ripped in half. They're spinal nerves. Oh. Nerves. Ooh. I don't like that either. Uh, fortunately, Hunnam told the Hollywood Reporter he is finally starting to heal, but that's a lot to go through. Yeah. Uh, actors Juliette Binoche, uh, Marion Cotillard, and Isabelle Hubert. And around 50 other French artists cut their hair in support of Iranian women 
engaged in mass protests following the death of a 22-year-old named uh, Masa Amini, who was arrested for not wearing her hijab. Do you see what's uh, going on over there? Yeah, it's, I love it. It's I, astonishing. Uh, I, I think it's great. It's it's very brave uh, for this woman in, in that culture to be doing that. Yes, and and then posting pictures of yep. them flipping the bird to the Ayatollah. It's I, I, I'm waiting to see how bad this is going to go. Yeah, when yeah. It eventually, when when the the powers that be have had enough and it turns. It, yeah, but this is, I mean, you know, for freedom, I, I think it's a I think it's a positive thing. Uh, it was posted on Wednesday in the Instagram account of uh, called Sutin Femazirin which translates to support Iranian women. The symbolic slashing of locks was inspired by viral social media footage of Iranian women cutting their hijabs or hair in protest after Amini's death in custody. I want to back that up by saying, you know, listen, if, if wearing hijab is part of your religion and you prefer that, that's your thing. then that's great. Yeah, Good it, for you. But the fact that they don't want to and they can't, yeah. that's the issue here, in my personal opinion. Uh, so a uh, caption, a translated caption reads, uh, since Masa's death in, on September 16th, uh, the Iranian people led by women have been protesting at the risk of their lives. Uh, these people only hope for access to the most essential freedoms. These women, these men are asking for our support. We decided to answer the call uh, that was thrown at us by cutting some of these locks, the caption has. So they're cutting their own hair. They're yeah, doing that yeah. in, in a... Uh, We're watching a, the videos now. A joint protest. So I think that's that's pretty cool. France is like a whole other country. whole other yeah. country. <laughs> uh, Khloe Kardashian, speaking about a whole other yeah. country, this whole family... Is like that. If and we could only send them to a whole other country. I have a few <laughs> stories concerning the crew. So Chloe has had enough of Kanye's antics. We're in the Jenner sphere officially. If we're going to talk, Welcome, everyone, we're Mul- going on a special journey to Mul- a self-involved family. <laughs> <laughs> I have multiple stories here concerning the Jenner sphere. Uh, it's really the Kardashians. There's some. There's some Jenner thrown in here. Anyway, uh, after he accused Kim. Of uh, keeping him from their daughter Chicago's fourth birthday, uh, the Good American founder wrote on Instagram, "Please stop tearing Kimberly down and using our family when you want to deflect." Who, who said this? So Chloe said this uh, about, about Con- Kanye. About Kanye, and then she added, "You Knock know, it off. she added, you know, I'm it's hungry. Hungry. you know exactly where your children are at all times, and you wanted separate birthdays. I have seen all of the texts to prove it." And when you changed your mind and wanted to attend, you came. Uh, but rather than let things go, the rapper spat back and said, y'all basically kidnapped Chicago on her birthday so she could remember her father not being there. Mm. So it's turning it's tricky, ugly and ugly and more ugly. You so need to bring in Snoop Dogg to mediate. We'll see where this goes. Uh, Bethany Frankel says that Kylie Jenner's lip kit is a scam. Uh-huh. If Bethany Frankel says it, who didn't know, for Christ's sake? Steve has been waiting for this day. Uh Thank you, Beth. Who knew the legal mind I was looking for was Bethany Frankel's? In her popular makeup reviews on social media, the skinny girl founder took aim at the Kylie Cosmetics birthday PR box, which features the three-piece birthday lip crayon set and lip gloss set and a large box for $175. She pointed out that the two sets can be purchased for just $58, meaning that the decorative box cost $117. Jesus Christ. Seriously? Yeah. Well, because, okay, so I've used, I don't know if it's the lip kit or whatever, but it's part of her lip line. And you actually kind of like it. I didn't mind it. It was it was fine. I would not pay 100 and something dollars no? for it. Hey, do no. you still have that stuff that you brought in for us? We were. I was yeah, kind of terrified to lips. use it. 
It's a thing you use to you plump your lips. You don't have to be terrified of it. I think it's like pepper or something that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. have it. I don't. I don't know if it's here. Or if All right, don't worry about it. I, yes, yeah. I still have it. He's like, don't worry about it. I don't want to use it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so Bethany quipped in her Instagram video, I was confused. I thought something had to be different. There is something different. This has a box that you're going to throw in the garbage unless you have a hamster that you're going to put in there. <laughs> and she said, this is going right back and being returned because it's a scam. Bethany. So that's the deal. You Speaking can, truth to power. You can get the two sets purchased for 58 bucks, and the uh, but if you'd get it in the box together, it's $175. She's like the cosmetics Norma Ray, Preston. Yeah, totally. Uh, so one more story out of the Genosphere. Do we have our... You of can course. hit the Genosphere music one more time. Thank you. I must advise everyone to exercise some caution when you're going by our internal reactors. We do have some uh, radiation leakage. It's being tended to. So I ask you to stay in your cabins until we're done. Uh, Kylie Jenner. We will be on Centauri 7 by 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, gave fans a peek at her eight-month-old son Wednesday. Uh, is that the name of the day? Yeah. Well, that's a good <laughs> I question. Don't know. I was like, okay, <laughs> hang on a second. Uh, were they in Chicago? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, no, that's my daughter. What? A photo posted with a carousel of Instagram images showed the little guy's feet as he lounged with his mother by the pool while another showed his tiny brown sneakers. Uh, Jenner and Travis Scott have yet to publicly reveal the name of their child since changing it from Wolf. So for all we know, it's Wednesday. Preston, have you seen so Kim Kardashian's daughter, the, the, the oldest, what's her name, North? North? I don't remember. This girl is... So full of herself, the baby, the kid, the, the kid yeah. out, out at, at different fashion functions with the dark it. shades. Oh, with the cool sunglasses. I, I, hope, I was worried, man. I, I, I hope it's just simply that they're hanging that stuff off of her because if that's part well, of what, this little girl's attitude, dude. what could? How could you expect her to be any different? Exactly. That, that's, I know. That's, that's, all that's why she knows. It's so. It's so. Um, I don't know. Uh, troubling. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, she's being brought up in that environment, and that is life to her. How, okay, so with your parents, how old were you before they even considered taking you to the Met Gala? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Not till 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they felt I had to be at least close to being a teenager. Talk about the image she's used to. This photo I just Googled of Kim and North, um, it it cuts out Anna Wintour. Anna Wintour is in this red dress right there, and she's not even in the photo. Well, well I, think I think they, 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 they do that. zoomed yeah, in yeah. on it because that was the event where she held up the sign that said stop or whatever it said. I don't remember. I think because they, they were trying to take pictures of them. She's and, trying to spell shrimp. I don't know. <laughs> she held up a sign. Shrimp, please. <laughs> that says stop. Yeah. Oh. All right, uh, we're going to go elsewhere. Um, How about this? Dane Cook addresses the 27-year age gap between him and his fiancée and his new stand-up special, Dane Cook, Above It All. We spoke to him about the special, but we didn't know he was going to talk about this. Uh, The 50-year-old comedian uh, told E! News on Tuesday, we have a bit of an age difference. So it's in the show. It is in the show. If If we can't laugh at it, then nobody else is allowed. Uh, the actor proposed to 23-year-old Kelsey Taylor in July after five years of dating. So they were together when she was 18. Oh, yeah. Man. I think in that wow, realm, crazy. that's... I think now the 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 eyebrows get raised... Will only start to raise on anything like 50-year difference and above. Yeah, but he was 45 and she was 18 when they started it's dating. Horrifying. Okay. 
But maybe she's an old soul, as they say. Oh, whatever. Uh, Gina Davis reflects fondly on her marriage to Jeff Goldblum in her forthcoming memoir called Dying of Politeness. Uh, the couple met on the set of 1985's Transylvania 6500, and, or 65,000. I remember that movie. Yeah, I do too. And went on to star in The Fly and Earth Girls Are Easy Together. And the Thelma and Louise actor told people, and this is all the only yeah. uh, little excerpt I have, she said, uh, our relationship was joyful. It really was. That was a magical chapter in my life. They were a good couple, and that's yeah. why their chemistry in The Fly works so well. Um, which is a, a great movie, but uh, so I don't remember that being acrimonious when they split. They just kind of went yeah. their separate ways. Yep, agreed. So I mean, he he was um, at that point he was uh, eating and uh, regurgitating food. Uh, you know, right? He, he he picked it up on the side of the fly and loved it. Uh, so she uh, she looks back fondly on their relationship. Uh, Hillary Swank's next role is motherhood. The forty eight year old actress announced yesterday she's expecting twins. Believe it or wow. not, she carrying them. Uh, she is, yeah. Wow. The joyous news first came during an appearance on Good Morning, Good Morning America. Good Morning America. Thank you for tuning in to Good Morning America. Good Morning. You'll think you're watching a Good Morning Sweden, but you're not. I love that show. You like Good Morning America? Good Morning Sweden. It's going to be a Good Morning. This is something she said that I've been waiting for a long time for, and my next thing is I'm going to be a mom. I'm going to be a mom and not just of one, but of two. She said, I can't believe it, and that uh, it is so nice to be able to talk about it and share it. She has a new series coming up where she's, or maybe it's on, where she's uh, an investigative reporter in Alaska. It's called Alaska Daily. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I spoke to a fertility doctor once um, down the hall on my Her Story show, and she said it's n- it's just about the quality of the eggs, and that, so, you know, who knows if they're her eggs or not, but that um, you can pretty much carry at any age. It's oh. just whether or not they're going to be your eggs. Oh, okay. So, you know what I mean? So, she, she shouldn't have any issues, hopefully, you know, mm. with the pregnancy, even though she's a little older. Uh, she's been married to entrepreneur Philip Schneider since 2018. In another uh, Wednesday appearance, she was on uh, Kelly and Ryan. Uh, she opened up about uh, pregnancy, saying that she is feeling great right now. And, and she hopes we are, too. <laughs> in her second trimester, she revealed that the crew on Alaska Daily also just found out about her pregnancy that day as well. Uh, Nicey Nash. Nisi. Uh, I'm sorry, Nisi. Yes, uh, she's been here before. Reno yes. 911. Yeah, she was great. Uh, she recently shared on an episode of the Tamron Hall show that uh, her daughter wanted to know how she identified ahead of her marriage to singer Jessica Betts. Uh, she said, my daughter was like, how do you identify? And I said, huh? And she says uh, her daughter asked her the question again. Uh, the Claws actress told her daughter that she identified as black and your mama, <laughs> to which the audience laughed. She said, Dia was like, no, you got to know, Mom. Uh, she made me watch a show all about what are all the labels, all the names, and after it was over, my head was spinning. She said, I, was, I was like, girl... I'm more confused now than I was before this. I don't know. Uh, if I have to coin it in the moment, I would say I'm a Jess sexual, <laughs> meaning she's getting married to, to Jessica. Right, yeah. uh, and she pointed to her wife saying, I've never looked at anyone, male or female, and seen them the way I see her. So I don't know. But right now, I know I'm happy. And I said, write that down. By happenstance, I was just, <laughs> it was on when we got back after the uh, show that day. And uh, they seem to be a good couple. She, um, she, um... She's got a new show where she's playing a rookie FBI agent. Yes. Oh, is that FBI? Yeah. The rookie FBI? It, it yeah. looks outlandishly dumb, yeah. but I like oh, her a really? lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, she's a lot of fun, yeah. She's great. And she's in Dahmer. Uh, she's in Dahmer? Yes. She's the neighbor. The next door neighbor, yes. that's right. That's her. Yeah. Okay. She's a good actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's see here. We're going to go back to Jeff Goldblum for a moment because in an interview with Vanity Fair, uh, Emma Thompson commented on filming a nude scene with Jeff Goldblum for the 1980 film The Tall Guy, and she said, I spent two delightful days nude with Jeff Goldblum when I was in my 20s. Uh, the actress continued saying, we were both so nervous. Uh, we both had indigestion, I think, for two weeks beforehand, but once we got into it, we just had the best time. Uh, Sorry. Thompson shared that the positive experience helped her film nude scenes in other movies, such as her latest film, Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Isn't that what actors will sometimes say to an actor? Or it's a classic line, I forget what actors. If I fart, forgive me. If I don't fart, forgive me. Oh, oh no. no. That's, that's if I get aroused. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, she said, uh, that has always stood uh, stood me in good stead because I always remember thinking, oh, it's okay, it's fine, it's all right, as long as you are calm. Everyone else is calm, so she has no problem doing the nude scenes, and thanks, Jeff Goldblum, for getting her started. Do you think you could pull off a convincing sex scene or even <laughs> no. make-out scene? No, no never. Uh, so while you think, wow, man, it's got to be cool, you're, you know, you're, you're getting to do this, and, and uh, if, you, if you're a married actor, it's like a little cheat session. I think it would be nerve-wracking. Well, here's the deal. Did any of you guys ever take acting classes before? I, I did, yeah. Okay, I did, too. Uh, in college, I took one acting class, and the first day, what we had to do, our, our teacher said, okay, this is, we are going to learn to touch each other. Right. Uh, yeah. And so we spent, like, that entire entire hour, like, touching each other's faces. Right. Holding hands. <laughs> to break it down. Yeah, just to yeah. go, you, you're going to have to get past this. Yeah. We are actors. This is what we are going to be doing, and it's going to feel awkward today, but then after that, we'll get passes. So once you do it a lot like that, it just becomes part of the process, yeah. you know. I think so, it'd be but, that'd... but right now to walk into that and yeah. try and do that, oh my God, no! Be I feel insane, like I could do it. Be insanely awkward, really. Yeah, Kat, you want to try it? No, <laughs> no, no. Okay, Steve, set the scene. Yeah, right, here we go. For All these right. two, what is this going to be? What are we doing here? <laughs> Kathy had ordered a pizza. Whoa! <laughs> Suddenly there was a knock at the door. The door opened up. She first looked down at the blue Crocs. And said, it's only going to get better from here on up. And she was right. There he was, the man of her dreams, the pizza delivery man. Do you like it with extra meat, he asked. Here's the pepperoni. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I cut a hole. I say that because I cut a hole in the bottom of the box and put my penis through it. It's like pepperoni. All right. End scene. Uh, Nicholas Cage may have won a priceless Oscar for his turn as a suicidal screenwriter with an alcohol addiction in 1995's Leaving Las Vegas, but that's all he got. The actor was never paid the $100,000 he was promised to star in the film. Uh, that surprising detail was revealed in a podcast interview with Mike uh, Figgis, the writer and director of Leaving Las Vegas, who joined uh, the Hollywood Reporters. It happened in Hollywood sh- for the show's third season premiere. He, too, was never paid the $100,000 budgeted for his directing fee. That happens um, more often than you would think. There are We don't hear a lot about them, but there are always loads of lawsuits going on. And what happens is movie studios... Uh, and this is going to stun you, uh, do creative uh, bookkeeping. And uh, so they'll say, well, we, we didn't have that money or it's predicated on hitting this amount at the box office or blah, 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 blah. And you know who's really um, a stickler for that when he was alive, Preston? Mm. Sean Connery. Okay. Sean Connery had like a an accountant team oh, yeah. that would stay on the movie studios. And so you money. should. Yeah. You're earned, you're, this is your job. Uh, Figgis says of Lumiere Pictures, which financed a $4 million film, 
Uh, they said the film never went into profit. Uh, by the way, he shot it using handheld 16 millimeter cameras on the streets of Las Vegas. Film earned 32 million dollars yeah, worldwide, yeah, yeah. so it did. Uh, but he doesn't mind being shortchanged. He said, "Whatever." I mean, my career then took off again, and the next film I did, I got paid really well. And within a year, Nick was earning $20 million a film, so that was quite good. Um, leaving Vegas, it reinvigorated both Cage's and uh, Vegas' film careers. The next two years, Cage was starring The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off. It's a good movie. And then uh, Vegas suddenly found himself an Oscar-nominated director fielding calls from the likes of Steven Spielberg and Stanley Kubrick. So they did all right, but they did not get paid yeah. for their work on that film. And Elizabeth Shue was in that. She was Absolutely. Happy birthday. birthday. Birthday today, yeah. Uh, let's see. Mama Cass Elliott is the latest performer to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Wow. Uh, the, late, uh, the late singer was honored on Monday in Los Angeles in recognition of her contra- contributions to the recording industry. Kathy, your dad didn't get with her, did he? No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. The singer's daughter, uh, Owen Elliott Kugel, uh, attended the ceremony on Monday along with her former bandmate Michelle Phillips and singer-songwriter John Sebastian. Uh, the Walk of Fame producer, Anna Martinez, said, Mama Cass Elliott, a Rock Mall Hall of Famer, was a staple during the 60s and 70s. Her music spoke to the people, and her songs have become some of the most beloved of all time. We are proud to add this exemplary talent to our Walk of Fame. You know what? Uh, I, I try to, and I, I can succeed occasionally, on disconnecting um, the artist from the art and taking it on its thing. The Mamas and the Papas catalog, because of Papa John Phillips, mm-hmm. I find it harder to go into that territory. Um, I can listen to this song yeah, and love yeah, it because yeah. it's a great song. Uh, the Mamas and the Papas are known for songs like this, California Dreamin', Monday, Monday, Dream a Little Dream of Me, and more. They released uh, five albums between 1966 and 1971. Uh, Kelly Osborne has revealed the sex of her unborn baby. Uh, in May, the reality TV star announced that she and her boyfriend, Sid Wilson, were expecting uh, their first child together. Uh, while she has steered clear of the public eye for the majority of her pregnancy during an appearance on Entertainment Tonight on Tuesday, she confirmed that she's having a son. Ah. Uh, however, the 37-year-old noted that her father, Ozzy, has been excitedly sharing the news for several months. <laughs> She said, I mean, he's told everyone. He told people the gender of my baby before I ever got a chance to. And I'm just like, ah, Dad, come on. I'm going to be a grandpa. Uh, But I will say, every single day, he does this little song and this little dance about how excited he is. And he is so excited that it's a boy. Uh, She said, it's the first out of me and my brother. It's the first boy. Uh, So he's planning all these things. Imagine having... Ozzy Osbourne is your grandfather? I know. Uh-huh. How wild would that be? And at some point in your life, it would dawn on right. you. Holy hell. Who Not, he is. The other grandfathers he, aren't like this. And what he's done. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in the conversation, uh, Kelly announced that she will be appearing on her family's new reality show, Home to Roost, two decades after they made the Fly on the Wall show, The Osbournes. Uh, in this picture that's up on Instagram that they put up on the screen, I saw this when it, when it came up, is Kelly Osbourne holding up the picture, I guess, of the sonogram, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, look at that lip action on Kelly. Well, yeah, I was going to say it doesn't even really look like Yeah, her. there's a massive amount of uh, filler in that. Maybe she used a Kylie lip kit. <laughs> that's more than Kylie lip yeah. kit. Uh, the 10-part BBC series, by the way, will document Ozzy and his wife Sharon's move back to the U.K., as well as Kelly and her brother Jack's efforts to support them. So they're getting back together to do that. All right, and then uh, one last thing. Uh, Deadline reports that Francis Ford Coppola has set his final casting for Megalopolis. 
which will begin filming this fall in Georgia. I don't know anything about it's this. The sequel to Snuffleupagus. Is that uh, what it yeah, is? Yeah. He's been working on this for a long time, and I've I've actually kept disconnected because I'd like to be surprised. And you know, it's Francis Ford Coppola, so I'm not that up on it as well. Perhaps. Any idea at all? I have no idea. Like nothing. I, you know. Okay. Uh, what was the last one he did? Uh, it was a smaller film. Um, was it the one with Vincent Gallo? Oh, not the brown. No, he didn't no, do that. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Buffalo yeah. 60. No. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Uh, so Adam Driver, Forrest Whitaker, and uh, Natalie Emmanuel are going to be in this, as well as uh, D.B. Sweeney and Dustin Hoffman. They've all secured roles in the film, so more people are being added to that. The IMDb just says an architect wants to rebuild New York City as a utopia following following a devastating disaster. Okay, okay so it uh, might, might be speculative fiction. Uh, you know what they're doing now, Preston? They've taken to... Um, Doing uh, when they do these Godfather, you know, um, marathon, Godfather one, Godfather two, and now they've started playing the uh, Michael the third, the re-edit, the uh, Godfather yeah. three, the death of Michael Corleone, which is a, a better f- version of the film. I don't know if you ever got to see Coppola's re-edit on it. Never much did. better, much okay. better. All right, we're ready for clips to roll. Here we go. Pennyworth is the origin story of Alfred Pennyworth, a former Special Forces soldier living in London, and how he came to work for Bruce Wayne's father. In this clip, star Jack Bannon talks about his inspiration for his character. Michael Caine's version of Alfred, he was the one who said, I'll play a butler as long as he's ex-SAS. And our story explores the SAS background, so if there's any of the old guys that we're going to give a nod to it would be him. I don't I don't want I don't think I want to see it. Uh, Pennyworth season 3 mm. is out on HBO Max today by the way. Here's the next clip. In medieval England, the daughter of a broke lord called Bertie thwarts her father's plans to marry her off to a wealthy suitor in Catherine called Bertie. And here star uh, Joe Alwyn uh, or Alwyn, I think is how you say that, explains his character's relationship with Birdie. It's that kind of early teen uh, hero worshipping of, of someone who you know, or someone you have a crush on, or someone, you know, a family friend, whoever it might be, uh, who you think is just the be-all, end-all knight in shining armour. And then at some point, there's that very relatable feeling of realising they're, uh, they're actually, they make mistakes and they're messy. Catherine called Birdie is out on Prime Video tomorrow, by the way. There you go. That's the last story. That is that what was I for wonderful. You. Entertainment report for your Thursday morning. All right. We got sunshine. It's a beautiful new day. We haven't had this in a while. We're fresh. Everybody's ready to go. It's great. We're happy that you're joining us this morning. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We got stuff to give away, including some cash. You who loot less than an hour from right now in your first shot at $1,000. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wait, what's he? Where was that place, Preston, as Steve said, that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, Don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. And that is until the internet breaks and then we've got bigger problems. Chug a lug over yeah. there, Case. Oh, yeah. Slamming your Java? Or is it your up. juice cleanse? No, 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 my uh, coffee. I'm, I'm so extra tired today. Mm. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> we what? Know, we you know need why. to talk? We know why. 
Why? No, he, you didn't feel good yesterday. I don't feel good, yeah. Well, I, and I don't know what's going on with me, man. Uh, I got to take a COVID test, but I'm a, I took one two days ago. I was uh, fine, but uh, I'm going to take another one this morning. But, uh, yeah, Kathy, you gave me some Tylenol yesterday. Did it work? No! Uh, see, that makes me nervous. <laughs> I told you. I said if it works, then it's sinuses. If it doesn't, you're in trouble. You got the vid. No, yeah. I, do. I don't no, know. I think no. you're fine. I, I think, think I, it's... I think... You got a little bun in the eye. Because <laughs> it's the morning. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope. I would, uh, I'm would. i going a little baby crazy these days. So. <laughs> Are you? No. All right. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, well, we'll move along. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, Casey, just, I, you, you lean back and slam that coffee like I've never seen well, you slam it before. It's because there's a, only a tiny little hole there for the, um, so you ha- if I want to get every last drop, I got to go. Yeah, like I'm. He's got a travel mug. Yeah, a oh, fish yeah. travel mug. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why I don't like travel mugs. I don't like drinking out of that little little hole. I like a big cup. I mean, when you're in the car, I understand it, but yeah. here you can. Oh you know. no, it keeps no. it. It keeps it warm. It keeps it warm. If you're if it's in a cup or a mug, it gets cold too fast. And for I want me. the lid on it because I have a lot of um, electronic equipment over here, okay. so I kind of keep it off to the side with a lid on top of it. You okay. know, just so I don't blow the station up. All right. <laughs> Well, anyhow, glad we got that out of yeah, the way. We had to. Uh, I there are stories that are uh, throbbing in oh. the city of Philadelphia that need to be spoken about. You so. see those feet? He's got the throbbing meat. <laughs> <laughs> He's always keeping the city beat. Yeah, out on the street. All right, some good stuff. Yeah, Steve sent me this article, and I'm like, okay, I have a couple of other Philly-centric <laughs> things uh, that, and, and this is definitely a reason to go to. Was this from Philadelphia Magazine? Philadelphia Magazine Online, yeah. Uh, yes, and it's uh, and I want to give the uh, the columnist credit. Dan uh, McCade wrote this article, okay. and it's about um, something I think that that we have maybe mentioned before. Yes, um, but uh, it's it's a rocky centric uh, article, and it is specifically it's about one particular training montage okay. in one of the films, okay? Is it the amount of miles he runs in the training montage? That's it. Okay. In, in one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So every that's one of the great parts about Rocky movies. Yes. The training montage. And even um, and this is giving away a little bit if you haven't seen the movie Creed. Yes. But even when Rocky, <laughs> even when Rocky doesn't uh, fight a fight per se, mm-hmm. they still find kind of a training montage to include him in because he gets sick. And it's done well. It's done really yeah. well. But I was like, oh, they did it. They yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. They brought it. You, you've got to do it. One of my favorite ones is actually in Rocky Balboa. When they, oh, my God. They go through the fact that he can't you yeah. can't run. You can't do this. You right. can't do that. So we're going to lift weights, you know, and do yeah, all these yeah. other things. I love it. So great. But anyhow, the one that Dan focused in on in this article is the run that he does in Rocky Two. Okay. That's the one where the kids end up following him down the street. They're running they're alongside. All, yeah, yeah, everybody gets behind him in that one. Okay. Now they know him. So that's the one that takes him just all over the place. All right. So, and according to this article, it makes very little sense. His route does. <laughs> okay. South Philly becomes North Philly, becomes Italian market, becomes North <laughs> Philly again, and so on. It's not really meant to be taken seriously as an actual workout. But uh, the, the, the author here had questioned... What if this road work were treated as one actual run? So he pieced together the routes that Rocky could have traveled from scene to scene. All the distances were mapped out by using uh, the USA track and field distance measuring tool. Right. So all the tools were there. Very nice. All right. Yeah. So. Gotcha. He, uh, he he starts off scene by scene on where Rocky is running, 
and maps it all out. So scene one is at... Yo, Adrian, I made the city beat. Is at... Uh, <laughs> uh, is at uh, Rocky's house, which right. is in, in the movie he lives at uh, 2313 South Lambert Street. All right, so he begins his run with a leap off the porch and over the railing. Right. And then he heads out. So, ah, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> that was a big mistake. Hurt his knee. Holy God, my balls are hurting. <laughs> oh. uh, so scene two takes him to Lehigh Avenue train right of way. So uh, he goes from deep south Philly to running on the train tracks adjacent to Lehigh Avenue on the Richmond-Fishtown-Kensington border. Uh, and he said, "Here's the route. His house on Lambert to pay. this is a, so. So Dan put together what he thinks would have been the most logical route of for him someone running. running. Yeah, okay, and I so, think he did a good job. So he goes uh, his house on Lambert to Pass Yunk, which he took all the way down to South Street, uh, and then fourth to Callow Hill to Delaware Avenue. It wasn't Columbus Boulevard at the time. <laughs> I didn't think this out. It was Delaware <laughs> Avenue, uh, and then he takes Delaware Avenue to Beach Street to Richmond to Shiraz." And back to beach, which dead ends to a spot to sneak onto the train tracks. And then Rocky actually runs on the tracks until the bridge on Kensington Avenue that carries the L. What are you uh, saying? This is where the choo-choo lives. Uh, he exits shortly down onto East Gurney Street, where at least today there's a seemingly good spot to leave. So he assumes that. So that first trek, that first part of the run... Distance traveled 7.2 miles. Okay. All right. right. So this is just the beginning. Just the beginning. 7.2 miles, which would have been enough for any boxer by then to wrap it up. Uh, No, no. If you're training for a marathon? Okay. So you're going to go more. Yes. But for a boxer? Yeah. Okay, you're good. He puts it into perspective. Like Muhammad Ali would run three miles. Right. You know, boxers run. It helps their stamina. uh, But they don't run... Seven miles in the very beginning. Adrian, I'm going down for a 50-mile run. <laughs> yeah, so uh, scene three is when he ends up in the Italian market. Yeah. Uh, figure Rocky exited at East Gurney, took East Sterner to Lehigh Avenue, which he took to Broad. And then there's a quick run down Broad to Washington, uh, to 10th, to League, to 9th Street, where Rocky is, and I love how he puts this, Rocky is greeted by cheering fans and a flaming barrel. Because <laughs> nothing is more South Philly than a flaming barrel. Yeah. Uh, it's, um... <laughs> okay. They, yeah, he gets... Does he get thrown fruit? Or does he... Somebody throw no. something to him? I don't think I know, so. Because he's a spaghetti. Yeah, big plate of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, in in Rocky Balboa, he goes back there. That's it. And they're handing him stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he sees, he's picking out food for his restaurant. Here's a chandelier. Um, so... Distance traveled uh, in this particular leg is 6.1 miles. Uh, so far, he's run 13.3 miles. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this hurts. I don't, I don't know where I live. All right. Scene Can you help me find my house? Scene four leads us to B Street Bridge at East Gurney. So Rocky's now back. Uh, where he started oh. earlier, just west of where he ran the train tracks earlier. So he turned around somewhere. Okay. Uh, and uh, Dan thinks that he went down 9th to Callow Hill to front to Somerset, back to front <laughs> to Tusculum, is that the street? Uh, to B Street at Gurney. Uh, and it's at this time that Rocky starts picking up neighborhood children who yeah. are following him during his run. So they start to get on board. 
And he said that uh, the uh, keep in mind that the uh, shape these children must be in when you see the final distance total because they run with them. The they rest do, of the yes. Yeah. So that particular leg of the run, they're uh, my children. Five point three <laughs> miles, and at this point, he's run eighteen point six <laughs> miles yes. total. Oh, yes, he's a beast. Yeah. I can't wait for this next one. Okay. Right. This is the best jump. Uh, next scene is Kelly Drive, <laughs> all the way from Kensington to <laughs> Kelly Drive. Uh, he crosses. <laughs> The B Street Bridge takes it to Gurney, to Somerset, to Fifth, to Lehigh, all the way to Ridge, uh, to West Huntington Park, to Kelly Drive at this point. <laughs> and the distance traveled in that 6.8 miles, and so far he's, he's run 25.45 <laughs> miles, just shy of a marathon. I don't know where I am. <laughs> he's just I lost. completely lost. Can yeah. you, this is Mickey's telephone number. Can you call him for me? Uh, I thought that jump would have been more. It was only yeah. 6.78. Yeah, if he took this route. Yeah. What's more impressive is that he's basically sprinting this whole time. Yes. Yeah. This guy is a machine. Good. So he takes that scenic run down Kelly Drive next to the river. It looks beautiful and everything. Uh, so if you're just tuning in, this is the, the distance that Rocky ran in his uh, training montage of Rocky 2. <laughs> all right, so scene six takes him over to Chestnut Street. So he zips all the way down that way. Uh, which means he, the art museum. Yeah, he has to pass the art museum yeah. where we know he's going to end. Yes. Yeah. yeah, He goes way down. He runs in the middle of Chestnut Street. But Chestnut, by the way, had been closed to traffic from 18th to 8th in 1967. Uh, so this uh, is pretty boring compared to the previous parts of his run. Uh, he takes the Ben Franklin Parkway to 22nd to Chestnut <laughs> and heads down 15th Street. Uh, that's only 1.7 miles, so his total uh, run at this point is 27.2 miles. Uh, then he ends up at Independence Hall. So he continues down Chestnut Street, runs through Independence Hall, and out the back courtyard. Uh, that's only that's just less than a mile. So at this point, he's run 28.16 miles. And he's hurtling benches. Uh, yes, yeah. jumping over benches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And in fact, I think there might be a plaque uh, he writes at that bench that says uh, Rocky jumped over this oh. bench. Yeah. So, uh, and then finally, the Benjamin Franklin Parkway to the Art Museum. This is the uh, the final step of uh, of his. He's going to die. Uh, Rocky's going to die. Runs here. He obviously uh, he goes through the Independence Hall backyard to Walnut to Fifth to Arch to the Parkway. And then he runs all the way up the art museum steps. Uh, total distance at the end of this entire run: thirty point six one miles in Rocky's training run. By the way, well, no wonder he wins at the end of that one. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, he, he didn't run that far in Rocky one, so therefore, no, it was only yeah. Uh, you know, he didn't win. It was a split decision. Uh, and this time around, he wins. If I want to win against Apollo, I have to run 30 miles every morning. A day. Apollo. <laughs> I've got to run 30 miles to win every morning. Uh, i got to do 25 million push-ups and 50,000 sit-ups. I'm not going to win. Uh, let me go to a phone call. Our buddy uh, Craig Legans is on the line. I did not know this about him. Hey, Craig, good morning, man. Good morning, P-Buds. Hey, what's up, bud? Thank you, <laughs> P-Buds. All right, so you have a connection to Rocky too. I do have a connection to Rocky too because as a youth, um, <laughs> I was uh, on the Eakin Oval for about four hours, and I was one of the kids running with Rocky. Oh, that's no awesome. Way. What are you wearing? No way. <laughs> You're not going to see me. There's oh. 300 of us. And they kept on picking up more kids. I started at, at Chestnut Street, 
And uh, he, I was there for two hours, and uh, then he ran past. And he goes, okay, anybody who doesn't, he, he didn't get to run and only did it twice. He ran, and they, they told all the kids, don't get too close to him. Okay. okay just, I know, we, we probably know you can run faster than him or as fast. I know I could, yeah. but don't get too close to him. So when we started at uh, the, out and went to Eakins Oval um, on the parkway, uh, he came out and he had uh, he was you know in his, his rocky gear yeah and he he waved and said hi to everybody he said okay you're you're very ready to go you're very ready to go and uh, we all yeah and then he uh, he started and then they said okay they were whole kids okay now go whole about five more kids okay now go oh now go so yeah, we, you we know what to... we're we're right now watching the footage as you're saying this I didn't realize there was like two hundred kids running behind yes. it maybe more than that. And it was a madhouse, and they all had their parents too, so it was even more crowded. Wow! So, because they all, they all brought their headshots and everything like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, was there a general call in the paper for this, or how did you become aware that they were filming this day? It was a general call, yeah. and um, and uh, uh, there was also one thing in backstage. But back then, you had to look in the newspaper because there was no internet or anything like that, right? And, uh, I, I heard it, and but if you really want to do a, a good Rocky Two, is perfect for you. Were talking about Rocky's run and how out of uh, a direction it was. Yeah, the beginning of Rocky Two. If anyone remembers the beginning of Rocky Two, they're they're taking Apollo Creed and Rocky from the Spectrum to the hospital. Yeah, and the opening uh, opening uh, title sequence is him driving over the. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the the bridge that goes from Delaware to Philly. On <laughs> oh, South Philly. stop it, really? Yeah, before you get to the Commodore. Take me to Delaware. <laughs> no, it doesn't go to Delaware. Commodore Bear <laughs> goes to New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, Delaware. The other, but the, yeah, but, uh, but the, the trip from the Spectrum goes up Broad Street, around City Hall, 230th Street, back down from Broad Street. You see City Hall in the background. Uh, around... Um, uh, 18th, and it's finally go to University of Penn Hospital, which is at 8th and Spruce, which they had already tabbed <laughs> right. in, at the beginning. So, yeah, Rocky Two is perfect for uh, misdirection. I think they drove yeah. without 30 miles to well, get to... Uh, yeah, or not unless they said, uh, take the scenic route, Yeah, <laughs> as they often say to ambulance drivers. Oh, that's yeah. funny. That's All hilarious, right. Craig. That's wild. Thanks, yeah. Craig. Appreciate it, man. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. Of course. I appreciate you guys. All right. Okay. See you, man. Did he mean the Delaware River or over to Delaware? Well, Delaware, I mean, Delaware Memorial Bridge connects New Jersey right. and yeah. Delaware. Right. So, all right. Well, anyhow, uh, yeah, they, they took two, some liberties. Yeah. And they always do in movies. Well, yes. Yeah, so and the, the general audience, I mean, obviously, we're going to be a little more picky about it. But uh, that that uh, montage sequence is great. But I um, when I was reading the article, and that's holy hell. That's right. That is a ridiculous amount of oh, yeah. area to cover. Yeah. It's 30 miles. What's the name of that Nicolas Cage movie where they're running all over Philadelphia? National yeah. Treasure. Yeah. 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 yeah, and all of a sudden they end up, you know, in Head House Square. In like yeah. five seconds they go from Reading Terminal Market to Head House Square. Yep. Uh, doesn't quite work that way. All right. Uh, I do have another City Beat story or two to pass along. This is uh, pretty cool. Uh, Philadelphia native, a guy named uh, K. Barry Sharpless, uh, just won his second Nobel Prize in chemistry. Second. Wow. Yeah, Nobel it's a Prize. Very rare honor uh, for someone to win two right. Nobel Prizes. And it came 21 years after he won his first one in 2001. And I'll tell you the company that he joins in winning two, by the way. So he's a 1959 graduate of Friends Central School in uh, Wynwood. Uh, the 81 year old scientist is being honored for pioneering a concept that is called click chemistry. 
uh, combining chemical building blocks in such an efficient way that many have likened it to assembling uh, Lego pieces. Yes, I understand it completely. (laughs) Pick chemistry. Got it. Uh, so, uh, Sharpless developed one such method that is now widely used to make drugs and map DNA. It's a tongue twister called Copper Catalyzed Azide Alkaline Cycloaddition. <laughs> and he shares a Nobel with uh, Carolyn uh, Bertozzi of Stanford University and Morton Metal of the... Morton Metal? Yeah. Uh, Meldo. Yeah, Morton Metal, what do you want? Of the you U- want some of that click stuff? Yeah, we got it. University of Copenhagen. Uh, so, Sharpless won his first chemistry Nobel for his work on another type of chemical reaction used to produce drugs. It's called uh, chirally catalyzed oxidation reactions. Yes. And in after in a uh, news conference, uh, he said Nobel officials woke him with the news in a phone call at 2.30 in the morning because he lives in California. Right. Asked him to describe how he devised new ways to combine chemical substances. He said it was helpful to think like a molecule. He said, I get excited when I see something that doesn't fit. And by the way, the only other two-time winner in chemistry was British scientist uh, Friedrich Sanger, who won in 1958 and 1980. Other two-time Nobel Prize winners uh, in the sciences include John Bardeen, who won twice for physics, and Mary Curie, <laughs> whose two prizes came in different fields, physics That's and wild. chemistry. So he joins Mary Curie. Twice. That's amazing. So in, in one lifetime, educated and from this area, very cool, I think... Uh, is he still with Courtney Stoddenberg? <laughs> uh, I think they're on a break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. right now. Uh, in 2019, in an interview with Chemical and Engineering News, Shapless said that he learned a valuable skill at Friends Central, uh, learning to read and speak German, which would later come in handy when pouring through old chemistry studies in that language. It helped us with our radio careers. He said, but beyond that, uh, he spent too much of his time at the Quaker school daydreaming about fishing. Well, he, he wasn't do. doing that too much because he now has two of these prizes. It's amazing. He said, I didn't learn much in school except what I needed to do to get A's. Oh, is that all? Uh, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. What you needed to do to get A's? What? Now, he wins a showcase for yeah. this. What is in that showcase? Uh, a jet ski. A jet ski. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a man of radar range. Uh, he spent the summers exploring the banks of his uh, uh, Manasquan River, of the Manasquan River, later learning to sail with his uncle and wow. catching fish. And he said, that's why I learned about life. I, I said in the email to you, Preston, we should invite him out for uh, Keenan's next year. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He could be our, uh, yeah, he could be the focus. He could be our guest of honor. Uh, he said, that's where I learned about life, about everything that I'm curious about. Uh, on his senior yearbook page, Shapless was nevertheless described as a science whiz. What is the uh, cash prize? Do they list it there? Yeah, it associated was, with it? I, I don't have it in this article, but I think it was somewhere it's around $90,000 or okay. something like that. Oh, Split wow. three ways? I may be wrong about that, or maybe that was what each he of them got it. or something, but I'm, I'm not sure. All right. Yeah, so, uh, that's right. There is a prize yes, associated with that. an actual prize, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, after graduating in 1959, he earned an undergraduate degree at Dartmouth College in 1963, followed by a Ph.D. at Stanford University, then joined uh, the faculty of Massachusetts Institute of Technology, followed by another stint at Stanford before going to Scripps in 1990. MIT, that's where Matt Cord's dad went. Yeah, and yeah. nephew. And nephew? Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, wow. Look at that. And Matt, uh, of course, graduated MIT as well, but decided to get into radio. <laughs> 
Uh, oh. By the way, it wasn't ninety-one thousand dollars. It was nine hundred and eleven thousand. Oh, they ripped him off then. No, so, that's, uh, no, he, he yeah, got. Yeah, it's uh, ninety thousand dollars. <laughs> so hang on a second. Uh, Tom Morello uh, tweeted out, "Hey, congrats to my former Harvard bandmate." Carolyn Bertozzi on her Nobel Prize in chemistry. Wow. We won the Ivy League Battle of the Bands. Huh. So he, and so she was she was a, mu- a musician, she was a musician with him, with him wow. at Harvard. That's pretty cool. Uh, he's pretty damn smart too. Yeah, he's a smart guy. A Nobel so. Prize winner in well, his you mentioned band. Kevin Cronin earlier. He's an astrophysicist. I yeah. would yeah, the lot of, yeah. a lot of people don't know. Absolutely. When he wrote Keep on Loving You, he was also doing yeah. all kinds of calculations uh, to getting a uh, liquid you know, oxygen experiment. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And getting uh, satellites into space. He's an amazing <laughs> man. Uh all right, anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. That, that is very uh, cool. We do have a um two-time Nobel Prize winner that is from uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're doing the city beat, so let's get another story from our area. Uh, there's an event coming up at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks in December. It is the Philadelphia Cat Extravaganza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, put on by Loving Cats Worldwide, or LCWW. Uh, it's a two-day cat extravaganza that will feature hundreds of felines competing across five rings for the title of Best in Show. Uh, just a month after the National Dog Show takes place at the same site. Yeah, you don't want to mix those two. I've never seen a cat show before. <laughs> no, no. Well, actually, I've seen... Well, there was a, there was a lady on, like, America's Got Talent or one of those shows that um, had her cats, and they were like, no way, you, you can't train cats. And sure enough, the cats were, like, climbing across wires and Watch jumping through... Yeah. The Oops. Netflix uh, uh, documentary I recommended to you, that... That was good. They're on that. Oh, okay. they're on that oh, special. Okay, okay. yeah, The ones yeah. who have a trained cat act. It's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, I assume that there are some. Yes. Of a small percentage that you can probably train. And you train well, them the do- a different way than a dog. The documentary actually says that they that you can train them. And it's just that there is not enough studies that are done into, uh, put into felines as there is into dogs. Yeah. And that they're just, basically it says they're just as trainable as dogs are. No It's kidding. just that we haven't taken the time to learn more about the cats. I will say I've also tried some of the tips that they gave in the Netflix. <laughs> yeah, not no. so much. Uh, I want to see a cat Iditarod. <laughs> uh, where they pull yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, you need... S- 85 cats in order to assess 12 dogs. <laughs> like a quarter mile of cats. Wait, now because of that Netflix documentary, every time I yell at the cats, I hear a little voice behind me. And Jace goes, you're not supposed to yell at them. You're just supposed to tell them to get down. Oh, I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, that's going to work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, we're now looking at a video oh, of a guy oh. being pulled by a that's team oh. of cats. That has to be motorized. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. They were running. Uh, so, yeah, you know what, and speaking of training, uh, animals, we bought this a while back, it was, my son wanted to do this, he hasn't done it yet, but you've seen, uh, probably, you know, TikTok or Instagram videos of dogs, uh, that go up and push a little button that says words. Right, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we, but they actually sell those, and we have them, and we have you haven't set it up yet? yet? No, do I'm you not have, do, do, you, do your dogs, uh, a lot of dogs will be trained to ring the bell when they want to go outside? Yes. Do you have that? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. and they do? Absolutely. They have bells Get that you, you can let them out, and then they have bells that you put on the outside of the house where they ring it when they want to come back in. Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. Tell like me more about this. Where is the bell in your house? Uh, so it's actually so ding th- ding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so you can you can get them and hang them from the uh, the doorknob if you want to. So think of it a long like yeah. a belt, like mm-hmm. a long leather strap, and it's got jingle bells hanging on it, and they just come over and, and nudge it. 
Wow. And that's it. So it's not like they're using their paw or anything like that. They just ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Rook's got to go out. Let him out. Uh, So yeah, they they'll they'll nudge it and they'll they'll let you know they want to go out. Or they'll contact you through an app. Yeah, that's through WhatsApp. Uh, so yeah, we're looking at a picture here, Kathy. That's what they look like. Okay. Oh, and all right. It's cute. great, and and yeah, uh, they they definitely use it. Now they will abuse it sometimes too. Uh, yes. Yeah. So if you let them out and then they come back in, it's and a then conga line. Back two and minutes forth. later, they want to go back out. It's like no, 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 no. Uh-uh. I don't Do they? Think so. They just want to go outside and play. Yeah, that... they just want to go in and out or, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. So, but be- um, before she passed, uh, later on, our dog Chelsea would be. In and out all the time, yeah. Preston, because they just have fun going in and out. Sure. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what I don't understand, and maybe I don't understand it because I have cats who do uh, pee inside uh, in a litter box, and it's disgusting, but if you have a dog and they can be trained to go outside, why would you put those pee pads in your house? There's some people who who like that, or if they have no dog walker that can come over, they also have this thing. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Kathy, but it's basically the the equivalent of a of a cat box for dogs. Yeah, looks that like has grass. faux grass. Yeah. Uh, that and it uh, the the. Pee oh, I've will, seen the yeah, faux grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have those at the airport. They do. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, I just as like if if I could just let my cats out to go to the bathroom, I know I would. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. We uh, we have one cat, Mia who a vet told us needed to go outside. Otherwise, we don't let the cats out. So this cat goes outside. She'll be outside for hours. She'll come to the back door, meow or scratch, to come in to go to the bathroom. Like, you're out. <laughs> you're outside! Yeah. Like, I can't. Everybody's looking at me. Yeah. All right, so uh, the cat show. Uh, along with more than 80 types of purebred cats accepted in the competition from the Egyptian Mao to the Munchkin long hair. Uh, there's also a competitive class for what they call alters. This features the Nelby tie tie. Uh, alters <laughs> are spayed or neutered purebreds and a class for household cats, which can be non-pedigree cats or cats that don't meet the breed standard. Uh, within each class, there are three age groups. Kitten, which is four to six months. Junior, which is six to ten months. And Champion, which is ten months or older. Uh, unlike a dog show, there are no handlers running the felines up and down a catwalk on a leash, no matter how much we wish there were. Instead, the cats are brought to enclosures ringside, pulled out one by one, and placed on a table by the judge who compares them against breed standards. Mm -hmm. In a dog show, the best in breed goes on to compete in the best of group uh, and then on to compete for best in show. Uh, But at the cat extravaganza, judges pick their 10 favorites in each age category to compete for best in show. And they're not beholden to pick cats from different breeds. So you can can win in your age group. Uh, A best in show winner is picked in each age category. And from those, the judges vote on overall best in show. Now, the one thing I couldn't determine, and maybe you have it in the article, Preston, uh, are they going to do a, a similar TV presentation like they do Ooh, i don't know i don't think so yeah i haven't seen anything like that in here uh so uh the this means that uh, the one who wins the whole kitten caboodle kitten caboodle like that uh could be a six-month-old household cat or a six-year-old purebred uh main coon so it's not an elitist competition Correct. uh champions receive a rosette ribbon 
and the right to be as catty as they want to for a year. Oh. Uh, it's so, an honor being a part of this competition. So it says here the cat extravaganza is a benched show, which means breeders and their felines are required to be on site even when they aren't competing so visitors can see the cats up close and ask questions about them. So as you walk around. All right. Yeah, uh, uh, we're, we're, my wife and I are very interested in this. Uh, uh, it will be December 17th and 18th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. Uh, and they're gonna have to have a ton of kitty litter. Should be able to get your tickets now. <laughs> like a backhoe to put that in. Yeah. So I uh, thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And worth passing along. All right. That's all the time we have for in City Beat. It's a good one. Uh, we have to get to you who loot. So I want to make sure that we do indeed stay on time for that. So uh, let us take a break. Come back in a second. I got some home run bizarre file stories for you when we return, friends. So we will not be gone long. Hang out with us, please. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Real quick, I have a shart out and a butt plug wow. that I would like to pass along here real quick. So, All right, uh, we can do that. This one is from Wendy Charles, and she wants to shart out to her hero husband, who is currently being treated for multiple myeloma. Uh, he was diagnosed in March, uh, started some gnarly treatments in April, she said, and then he had to have a hernia operation oh, on Monday, and she said he needs a lift, and a shart out would do the trick. His name is Dave Charles, and he's been the love of my life for 42 years. Uh, so here's a shard out. To you, Dave, good luck with everything, friend. We know you're going to be okay. Uh, and then we'll do this uh, butt plug, and then we will uh, get into the uh, you who loot. So this is a plug for, uh, and I got this email from Aaron O'Brien, and it is a memorial pool tournament and basket raffle uh, that's coming up. It's in honor of uh, Shane who tragically took his own life in May of 2021. Um, and they're going to have this event at South Jersey Billiards in Somerdale, New Jersey. And it is on Saturday, uh, October 8th, so this Saturday. And all proceeds from the event are going to be donated to the Shane M. Sweeney Memorial Scholarship Fund and to help those who are actively struggling with mental illness. Yeah. Uh, they said it's our hope that uh, to also spread better understanding about mental health and suicide prevention awareness and uh, fight to end the stigma. By the way, it's uh, it's Mental Health Week. Yes, it uh, is. By the way, right. so uh, this is uh, this is good timing with this. So wanted to pass that information along. Uh, so that's going to be Saturday uh, at the South Jersey Billiards in Somerdale, New Jersey. So there is the plug for that. All right, it's eight o'clock. We can do this now. Listen up. Here's your keyword. And the word is now, which I said just a second ago. Now, N-O-W. We're going to give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter. There are three ways for you to do that. You can text it to the special contest short code number we have set up. 
which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com, and one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner will get a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So let me give you that word one more time. It is now, N-O-W. Enter it. Good luck. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Sika Corporation. Sika Corporation has immediate openings for operators at their Fairless Hills facility, earning up to $21 per hour, $1,500 signing bonus, and immediate benefits. Walk-in interviews is Saturday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Sheraton Bucks County. No appointments needed. All right, this is pretty wild. An elderly couple searching South African brush land for rare seeds to sell online were kidnapped, kidnapped, robbed, murdered, and fed to crocodiles. Oh, Jesus. God. All right, this happened in 2018, and a court in South Africa was just told this on Tuesday. Rod Saunders and his wife, Rachel, had just posed for a selfie with BBC presenter <sighs> BBC presenter Nick Bailey after filming a segment uh, called uh, Gardener's World. It's a show in which they sought out rare... Uh, Gladoli flower seeds in the Drakensburg mountain area before they met their disastrous fate. Mr. Saunders, a horticulturalist, and Mrs. Saunders, a microbiologist, bid the television crew farewell uh, and set off to camp at a nearby dam. They told the crew that they were off to harvest rare seeds to replenish the inventory of the Silver Hill seed shop that they ran as an online store and which could serve as a motive for locals in the area to apparently uh, complaint that had complained about the removal of rare seeds for commercial gain. So the locals didn't like that they were doing this. Oh, man. And just two days after the crew had last seen them, uh, police received a request for ransom. Three days later, police discovered that someone was using their ATM cards. And uh, Sefundine Del Vecchio and his wife, Bibi Patel, were arrested after cell phones using the couple were traced to their residence. The two were charged with the couple's kidnapping and murder and faced life in prison if found guilty. Did they did they find that it was directly tied to their uh, getting these seeds? Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, so the defendants were drawing money from various ATMs, which amounted to uh, theft of $42,000. It was robbery of their land cruiser and their camping equipment. Uh, a third suspect was also arrested but was released after cooperating with authorities, telling them that the couple accused of the murder had complained that foreigners were stealing seeds. Uh, the remains Maybe of, stamp collecting. Yeah, right. The remains of the couple still entwined Ugh. in what was left of their sleeping bags were recovered by fishermen in the river, but due to the mutilation by crocodiles and their frequency, uh, the frequency bodies are actually found in the river, they were not immediately linked to the missing bodies. Sounds like a wonderful place. Right. Uh, local fishermen reported that uh, remnants of the sleeping bags, including zippers, were seen in the teeth of the crocodiles. So the crocodiles must have approached them like hot pockets. Months after the bodies were retrieved from the dangerous water, since they were in sleeping bags. Yeah. yeah. Uh, police later recovered the land cruiser used by the couple and identified uh, the Jeez. bodies, uh, the blood in the vehicles. That's uh, brutal. They initially feared that the suspect, suspects had tied to ISIS after messages on their phone used terms that terrorists often embraced, including the need to kill the kuffar uh, and abduct their aliases. So, they, But they have put that aside, and they think that this is a murder thing. The trial is expected to continue for several weeks. Pretty weird story. Uh, As is this one. Uh, it's kind of a follow-up. I think we had mentioned this a while back, but a Southwest Airlines pilot is suing the company, her union, and former colleague... 
who pleaded guilty last year to deadbolting the cockpit door during a flight and stripping naked in front of her. What? Christine Jannings alleges that... I'm going to take my pants off now and show you my penis. uh, That Southwest retaliated by grounding her after she reported Michael Hack to the company and the FBI that it kept him employed despite an alleged history of sexual misconduct and that managers disparaged her in memos. Hack? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she also Sorry. alleged yeah. that uh, Southwest Airlines Pilot Association conspired with the airline and refused to support her. She's suing for sexual assault. Oh, he, man. He pleaded guilty last year to federal misdemeanor charges of committing a lewd, indecent, obscene act and was sentenced to probation. Now, his... Your Honor, my client simply wanted to hold a woman against his will and show him his gen- show her his genitals. Uh, so he, the, the lawyer, said on Wednesday that his client disrobed only after Janning encouraged him to. Yeah, that sounds right. And never did anything else. Neither Southwest nor the union responded to phone calls. According to the lawsuit, Janning had never met Hack before August 2020 when uh-huh. she was his co-pilot on a flight from Philadelphia to Orlando. That's where the magic happens. Uh, she says Hack, a 27-year-old veteran of the airline, had used his seniority rights the previous day to bump another pilot that had been scheduled to command the flight. Janning believes this is because he saw that a woman was scheduled to co-pilot. Janning said that when they reached cruising altitude, Hack told her that this was his final flight and there was something he always wanted to do before retirement. Would you indulge me for a second? She said he bolted the door so no flight attendant could enter. He then allegedly put the plane on autopilot, stripped off all his clothes, began watching porn on his laptop, (gasps) and committed a lewd act for 30 minutes while taking photos and videos of him. And so. she's locked in there. Yeah. Uh, oh she's, my look at my God. testicles. Don't they look like a Sharpay? Uh, Selnick said that it was uh, Janning who had asked Hack if there was anything he wanted to do before retiring. When he replied he always wanted to fly naked, she told him to go ahead and then made sexual advances after he disrobed, Selnick said. And he said that, that Hack rejected those and adamantly denied a lewd act occurred. So he says, eh, she told me to take my clothes off. Of course. So, yeah. It's always the case. But, uh, I'm sorry, would the black box pick that up at all? It should have. Okay. It oh, should have. I, I, I don't know. Uh, at it, his... it, it, it gets all cabin conversation. Well, I don't know. You would think they would use that in yeah. this case. Right. Uh, right. So at his sentencing hearing last year, Hack called the incident a consensual prank that got out of hand. Uh. Uh, yep. Janning's attorney Super denied she encouraged prank. Hack or made any advances yeah. at all. It's so. the old lock someone in a room against their will and pleasure yourself in front of them. Yep. That old it's, thing. It's, like, it's yep. like a whoopee cushion. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, I think we have time for one more. Let's go with this. A North Carolina man was stuck with a hefty bill after his innocent-looking Bichon Frise ordered a pricey <laughs> adult service on his owner's satellite television. <laughs> Uh, the owner, great. Thomas Barnes, had to dispute a $70 charge with DirecTV after his literal horn dog, Marino, managed to order the Hustler Channel back in 2019. <laughs> Barnes' impression of the incident is that Marino had hopped up onto his bed. Hey, and it, hey, I like that, you little bitch. And it, <laughs> and it inadvertently hit the wrong button with one of his paws. Minutes later, the owner had an embarrassing phone call to make. I could see how that could happen. Sure. You've had your dogs, I'm sure, trample your remote oh, now and then. Like every yeah. day. Uh, despite Barnes being assured on the phone that the charge would be reversed, uh, the channel remained active, so he called again and again and again to no avail. When it came time to pay the bill, Barnes footed all but the disputed $70 and his service was shut off in return. Preston, one time I, one of my cats hired five prostitutes and bought me tickets to Tahiti. What? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh How my embarrassing. God. Yeah. 
Uh, Barnes said, uh, that's $70. You're taking food out of my mouth. It's like you're stealing it. <laughs> and they refused to see how that was uh, pertinent. Wow. So he took the gripe to the FCC, which was able to get the attention of some big wigs at DirecTV. After the government agency intervened, the TV service finally agreed to credit him well, you know, the $70. You're, you're definitely going to raise an eyebrow when someone comes in with that. But, yeah, yeah. I, you, know, you know, if the guy says it's the case. Yep. All right, so that's it for your B-File. You got about 10 minutes left to enter the word now uh, for you who loot. So good luck to you. The word is now, N-O-W, and we would love for you to win that 10 grand. All right, we have a guest who is in the studio. There is an event that is coming up at the Philadelphia Zoo. Yeah. Uh, It is this weekend, and uh, we're lucky to have him in our city because he makes some of the yummiest food in the world. Uh, please welcome our friend Nick Elman hey, hey, hey. to What's the show. Good to see you, Nick. Good morning, everybody. How you been, man? Spectacular. Uh, well, that's wonderful. I believe he'll be busy and, and, and good. Yeah. yeah. I just have a question. Why is um that platter of food all the way over there? In my, <laughs> in my There's a lot of landing areas in here. Yeah, and that's got, true. I didn't even see amount of that. Equipment yeah. in here. A yeah. lot of baked goods and awesome. So we brought over from uh, the Landing Cafe, which is right down the street, as you guys oh, know. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't feel like. Fried chicken was appropriate. <laughs> no, no, I mean, morning. I can eat and fried chicken right now, but yeah. is it the pastries or stuff? <laughs> yeah, Do you have yeah, the, yeah. Any so beignets over there? Or? A couple of beignets. Okay, I'll have one of those. A <laughs> couple of carrot cake, whoopie cut oh, pies. Yeah, I'll have we'll uh, get you uh, some yeah. couple apple muffins. And- By the way, just on a side note, if you got to check out the landing if you've not been down there. There's all sorts of wonderful stuff like this and uh, the some of the, the best various dishes, including... Preston, I'm going to bring up the salmon toast again. Mm. I love that. And uh-huh. your, uh, the, the quinoa salad. Sensational. Yeah. Sensational. Yeah. that's. I mean, I think that was probably the best part of COVID for me is getting that place open. Yeah. You have so much outdoor space that it was like being able to open two restaurants in seven months in the middle of a pandemic was uh, like. Miraculous. Oh, there we go. Yeah. That was fun. And that area is being developed nicely. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to what it eventually is great right now, what it's going to become. Very exciting. Yeah. How many places are you juggling right now? How many restaurants? Four. Four? Yeah. What all are they? Uh, Laurel and in the Valley in South Philly. In the Valley is our bar that we actually finally just reopened last week, which is great. It's our cocktail bar. Yeah. Uh, Laurel's the tasting menu place. And then we opened the Landing Cafe, which is right down the street here in Bala, uh, March of last year. And then October of last year, we opened Lark on the uh, seventh floor of the same building. Are you a pretty good cocktail maker? Or do you... Uh, Me? Yeah. I'm a really good non-alcoholic cocktail maker. Right. Yeah. I just well, had my five years. Oh, so. congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, nice. I'm a non-drinker, uh, and I've never be imbibed, but... Uh, when I have um, mocktails, yeah. I do mock. Enjoy- yeah, I do enjoy. So, from you, I, what would you say is the tastiest of the mocktails to have? Uh, there are so many different cool products on the market now. Yeah, um, we have like uh, we have a fake tequila that we've been using at ITV lately. It's like we have a fake tequila that we mix with hibiscus syrup and like some, some pear and some sparkling. Huh. It's it's really, really Because I do like the, the faux versions. I, I don't like the taste of alcohol in, in any ver- version. I just, I've never liked it. Yeah. I don't like rum cake, but. For me, it's been like, it's been five years and really the only thing I miss is wine. Okay. Um, but there's an, a new company that we've been using. It's called Einzwei Zero. And it's, they actually make wine and then through filtration can take the alcohol out so it wow. actually still tastes like that's wine. pretty wild all right i missed this like several years years ago i quit drinking for two years but it was for um i get migraine headaches and so i was trying to find out what my triggers were and so i stopped drinking booze and after a couple months i realized okay it's not that but i was like you know what i feel pretty good i'm not gonna yeah. drink for a while and so i was searching out i was looking for 
like a, a whiskey substitute because I was yeah. a bourbon guy. I couldn't find anything. I tried some stuff. It just tasted horrible. But that was like, years I don't ago. know, six, seven years yeah, ago or yeah. something like that. I'll bet it's come a there's, long way since There's some then. really cool tinctures that you can use now that kind of mimic that flavor. Okay. Yeah, which is there's... So every restaurant we have has at least like four mocktails on That's it. That's awesome. And that's awesome. kind of like we started driving that probably about five or six years ago. Yeah, my wife's a non-drinker. She yeah. seeks that stuff out. Yeah. So that's and, cool. And there's, there's a lot of... Really, even with like... Um, what's that? What's the water now? The Death Sp- Wish... Oh, 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 right, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. Liquid death. Liquid, liquid death, death. Yeah. yeah. Which is also, like, we started carrying that four years ago, which is great because if you're standing in a bar and you just quit drinking or you're taking a month off, you don't want to feel like a dork. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> so now you're, hanging, yeah. you're standing there with a beer and you yeah. feel... I didn't, you know what that, I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Yeah. And we were at our MM barbecue and I was telling all of them that one of the guys that was supposed to perform was slamming beers. <laughs> yeah. He was slamming them. Afterwards, I was like... Oh, that's water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how are you water? keeping it together over here? <laughs> Dude, have some self-respect. Yeah. Look, how, look how nice his skin is. Hydrated he is. As also as a non-drinker, yeah. and somebody who hasn't drank in 10 years. Uh, Jesus, this is a great room to be in. It is. It is. Uh, and I was I worried about I was, yeah. I was worried about that, too. And the reality is, is if you go into a bar or a place, a wedding, a party, or anything Nobody's really paying attention to what you're drinking. No, they're, they're just not paying no. attention. And I was always worried, like, oh, what are they going to say? You know? yeah. like, well, you're not yeah. one of the cool kids. Yeah, I think yeah. we're at the age where people make that decision in yeah. their life. And yeah. so there's a ton of people that just don't drink anymore. And it's yeah. not like, I would never ask anybody, like, why don't you have a drink in your hand? I definitely think it's been normalized in the past five years. Yeah. So yeah. I think I quit drinking kind of at the right time. Yeah. I mean, I, the first couple of years, I was definitely, like, trying to find, like, a sparkling water with a lime in it so people just wouldn't ask me. <laughs> and I'd just be like, hey, I'm just going to hold this sparkling water for three hours at this party. Well, now you feel, now you know how every female uh, pregnant woman feels yeah. going out to dinner early with yeah. her girlfriends. We have to like arrive at the restaurant early. I'm just talking like I know what I'm talking yeah, about. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I have friends who tell us a month later, and she's uh, like, "I had to get there early every time and tell the bartender." So I used to I used to produce uh, Bam Marjorie's uh, radio show, and there was a guy that didn't drink anymore. But like, and so when I would go there, it would be like a free for all, right? And so this guy that I knew. Uh, would go, he would grab like a, a bottle of Budweiser, he would go dump it out, and he would fill it with water. Oh and, my gosh. Yeah, and that's what he would do. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. to, to put on the thing. Yeah, it's but, easier. But yeah. In the past five years, I definitely think the mentality has, yeah. has shifted, and it's, yeah. it's been completely normalized to just be a non-drinker. Yeah, or, you know, yeah I did. That's, that's all. You don't have to explain it. Whatever, you know, if you, whatever you float your boat, and uh, that's, uh, yeah, but there are some things like, like I like a virgin uh, daiquiris. Uh, you know, some that I've had at resorts that are like, man, that tastes really good. Yeah. And the thing is, they're always, as I said before, low in calories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy off the charts with calories. I will say it is the case in America. When you get over to, like, Italy and yeah. you're like, oh, I don't I don't drink. They're like, okay, fine, we'll just have some wine. Just like an aperitivo at the end of dinner. You're like, no, I don't no. drink grappa. I don't yeah. drink yeah. They're like, well, beer? It just doesn't, and then it just yeah. doesn't stop. It just doesn't. It's like how they feed you as well. Sure, it's like yeah. It's that you're done. It's cultural, yeah. yeah. I was at a winery over the past weekend, and I was talking to the owner of the winery, and he, we were talking about that, and he said it's not as much of a problem there. It's how we grew up. Yeah. We, you know, he said he was 12 working on his grandfather's winery, and he said, "I'll pay you in wine." He said, "I started drinking at 12, but I don't have a drinking problem. It's just what I grew up doing." Yeah. And he said they don't get like wasted and fall down drunk and all of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyhow, we're going to talk about something else completely yeah. different. We got a nice <laughs> non drinking stuff. <laughs> yeah, this will benefit mankind here. Uh, the walk to stamp out Parkinson's is coming up Saturday at the Philadelphia Zoo, and uh, this is great because obviously Parkinson's disease—they need more research, they yes. need more treatment. You know, just like ALS and things like this, they need to. 
get as much research and funding that can get done. How are you involved in this, Nick? Uh, surprisingly enough, my father and stepfather both have Parkinson's. Disease. No kidding. Uh, yeah. So, okay. you know, as a chef and restaurateur, you get asked to do charities weekly. Um, I feel like five or six years ago, my wife and I were like, all right, let's pick like two or three charities that we really want to be involved in. Um, one of them being the Parkinson's Council. So even this year, my wife is helping head up and organize uh, the event this year. Uh, there's like 1.5 million people in America who suffer from it. It is a degenerative mm-hmm. disease. Um, you know, there, there there are some good times where it's like, yeah, like my father will plateau for a while and you won't see any regression. But, you know, there's always a regression. And it's it's tough, man. It's tough when you look at someone... Like, my father was, like, a semi-pro water skier growing up. Oh, wow. Big, huge, strong dude. And now it's like he walks around with a walker. He's only in his mid-60s. But he no looks, kidding. He looks like he's in his early It's 80s. heartbreaking. Okay. Yeah, it's it, heartbreaking. It, one of those things yeah. where it just robs you of the person that you, you are. They are making um, pretty amazing strides, but now's the part where you really want to apply the, the gas yeah. and, and, and get it going because... Um, they, they do some incredible things, uh, and but it's just, you know, there, there needs to be the, uh, you know, getting across the finish line. Yeah, and yeah. It, it is all, and a lot of it has to do, especially with the Parkinson's Council in Philadelphia's family support as well. Right. I mean, as hard as it is on my father, it's unbelievably tough on my mom. Right. She's turned into basically his nurse yeah. over the past five yeah, years. Yeah, the caregiver. That's, People don't think of that. Yeah, yeah. When, you're, when you're living with somebody for 40 years, and then all of a sudden you have to turn around, and then you're taking care of them very right. quickly. It's, it's, you know, it's tough, but, you know, thankfully he has has an unbelievably odd sense of humor about it. He still answers the phone saying, what's shaking? Which I still don't find appropriate, but it's his disease and he owns it. So that's yeah. Yeah. Like Michael, Michael J. Fox was known for doing that. It is known for doing that, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you're you're going to have terrific uh, weather, right? For this is a, Finally. Yeah. 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 This yes. weekend, starting today. It clears yeah. up today and then for the rest of the week. It's I mean, nice. it could be a, a more perfect day. So Yeah, and, and even, you know, we're we're trying to get people out to walk. It's a it's a wonderful walk around the zoo in the fall. And it's, it's a really cool day for everybody. There's tons of, of events. Lots of families there, but even if you don't want to show up, if you just go to uh, parkinsonscouncil.org and just want to donate, you know, please, by all means, go ahead. So it's a morning event. It's 8.30 uh, to 11 a.m., uh, and you guys, uh, is food going to be involved in this, or is it... Uh... Yeah, there's breakfast, okay. and there's there's snacks, and there's, you know, Halloween treats and stuff like that. It's that okay. time of year. When you go to the zoo, do you view it as a living buffet or <laughs> as an actual... <laughs> I just walk around oh, with wonderful exotic meats yeah. here. I brought, I brought oh. this iron, cast iron pan. Can I start a fire somewhere? <laughs> How would those meerkats come yeah. up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, we love the zoo, man, especially having two young kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we still get our membership. It's every awesome. Year. It doesn't matter how often you go, it's always great. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you just want to kill a day yeah. and you have nothing to do, and, and there's, you know, maybe the Eagles don't play till Monday, it's, it's a nice day to get out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Nick, going back to uh, Parkinson's for just a moment. So, how was your dad when he was diagnosed? Oh, Jesus. So, I was. Didn't date my it's probably been, it's been a little over twenty something years. Oh so, wow! So it, okay. in his mid forties, he was yeah. diagnosed, wow. which was really odd at the time. Yeah, um, and I think it has you know they're finding more and more that it does have to do with like head trauma and being like a, a avid water skier. No uh, kidding. And, that that might have. Pres- yeah. I was just wondering if genetics play a role in that at all. If it's something that you keep an eye on yourself about. One hundred percent. Okay. You know, and I do have like uh, nervous tics that I like to keep myself. I get like to look at a lot, and my wife keeps an eye on me. No, 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 I think I'm fine. Yeah. I, I, okay. So far. Well, a lot of what they're doing, we're talking about the advances, is is learning how to slow the the advancing of it and also to head it off at the pass. And yeah. I mean, 
they they have things where where people have been, um, and you've I'm sure you've seen them all. You're you're obviously very tied into it. Where uh, Michael J. Fox had presented some sort of a, a video, and it was using actually electrodes in the brain that was able to to cause a stabilization. The person was yeah. absolutely another person, and without that implant and without that system. Could could not really even talk, it's shaking like crazy. Pretty crazy. My yeah. father had it done. They put a magnet in his heart, yeah, and then run run wires to his brain. Wow. Within twenty four hours, he's wow. a completely different person. Oh, wow. And if he starts having like an episode, he holds another magnet to his heart, and it calms him down. It's amazing. And I was just like, when they did, and this we're talking 10, 15 years ago, right? When he had this this operation, and when they did it, we were just like our. our Jaws dropped. Yeah, you know, from the time we brought him to the hospital to the morning he w- he woke up, completely different person. It's been obviously it's gotten better and then worse and then right. better and then worse, right. but it's pretty inc- impressive. We're all around it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, listen, we're happy to support this, and we would like you to support our friend Nick and this drive, uh, so you can walk to Stamp Out Parkinson's Saturday. Beautiful, beautiful day. Philadelphia Zoo. Beautiful location. Eight thirty to eleven a.m. You can sign up at the Parkinson council.org. We'll have a link on uh, presidentsteve.com for you, I would imagine. We'll we'll have in our social or something like that, so it'll be easy for you to access as well. So, uh, good luck, man. And Thank uh, you so much. Thanks for coming it. by. We'll Anytime. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Nick Elmer. Yeah! Ladies and gents, we'll take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing a lot better now. 93.3 WMMR presents... Why is that? Because I just won $1,000 from MMR. Your shot to win... thousand bucks, huh? Yeah, one thousand dollars. Good luck to you. Five times a day. Congratulations to you, Derek. Thank you, thank you. Listen for the Yoo-Hoo Loot Thunder and get the keyword. Text it to 45911 or enter it on our website or the new MMR app. Make sure you spend that money on something fun, all right? No bills. I tell no. Beer. All right, all right. Only beer, gotcha. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. Thanks for playing our you Who Loop contest. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Sponsored by Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Book online at horizoneasybook.com. 93.3 WMMR. Woo-hoo! Everything that rocks. Got a text. It's addressed to me. It says, Preston, I started the Keurig without the cup underneath it. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a long day. So I've clearly, I've told you guys I've done yeah. that before, but I've done it in a couple of different fashions, and I don't know which one was worse or more embarrassing. The time where I had done it without a mug underneath at all, or the time where I had the mug upside down. <laughs> right, yeah. That one was fun. <laughs> or the time that I did it two times in a row. Oh my God. Without the mug at all. I mean, like back to back. Right. That moment. Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and and by the time I did it the second time, you know, there's a, there's a little reservoir uh-huh. yeah, in yeah. case you do that by accident. The coffee doesn't go everywhere. It goes in that. So I, <laughs> the second time I did it, it just ran all of course. over. Of the course. Place. Yeah. It made me feel better worst. because I was having some moments uh, with my leaving my card. A trunk open while yeah. driving away, yeah. and, and I'm I'm like, oh my god, this is you know, this is where it ends. This is, this is how it all you know, this is where it all falls apart. Yep. And yep. then you told me about that. I was like, okay, I'm not okay, I'm still there. Yeah. Back to back. Yeah. To beat that. So your day's not so bad. Uh, sometimes your day is quite great, uh, and wonderful things can happen, right, Jill? Absolutely. What just happened, Jill? I just won a thousand dollars. Yeah, baby. Awesome. That is fantastic. Jill is our latest winner in YooHoo Loot. Uh, Jill, can you do me a favor and give me your best YooHoo while we have you on the line? YooHoo! 
All right. That's, that's pretty bad. good. That's all. Pretty where, good. Where are you from, Jill? Ridley Park. Ridley Park. Where are you headed to this morning? Yes, Delco. Uh, I'm actually still heading in work, even though I want a thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> so even though you're filthy rich, you're yeah, still yeah. going. At, that's oh, there you go. well, that's you don't want to forget the little people. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, there you go. Well, we are very happy to give you a thousand dollars, Jill. Thanks for playing our game. We appreciate it. And thank you for listening to Preston and Stephen WMMR. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. Oh, we love you. There you go, gang. Love that. You can be the next person that joins company with Jill in winning $1,000. Our uh, next opportunity is coming up at 10 a.m. So I imagine that when you've won $1,000, you you start going to places where other thousandaires hang out. Sure, right, sure, yeah, exactly. There's and a certain sort of thing. I mean, you're kind of new money, and yeah. you might feel a little out of place. Right, like but... you'll get those side glances from the mainline crowd. Yeah, yeah. kind of like Kathy Bates in uh, Titanic, remember? Right, she was like yeah. the new money person. She was Molly yeah. Brown. Yeah, yep. she, she wasn't the of the old money, and, and therefore... But you can you cope with it. You're a strong yeah. person, you know, so... All right, uh, you know what? Outside of the $1,000, we have a stack of other prizes to give away. Oh. So we're going to play a game. Uh, we're going to play Rockabye Baby. Uh, essentially, uh, and this happened the other day. We were playing, uh, I, I was reading some stories, and I, all of a sudden I was the storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'll read you a lullaby. And Casey started playing lullaby music. And then one, you played another one. Yeah. And as I was listening to it, I'm like, oh, wait, this is... Uh, this is a police song. Yes. Uh, so it was one of those songs, a rock song that's done in lullaby fashion, and it was kind of fun. And so, like, you know, what? we haven't done that game in years, probably. When you were, um, uh, when you were, you know, uh, rocking a child to sleep, a baby, mm-hmm. music like this would make me go to sleep too. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you have to fight that? Make or- it drowsy. Yeah. Uh, no, because they usually are, uh, you know, fussy and yeah, stinky yeah. or whatever. But well, not stinky. You've cleaned them up uh, at that point, but you still smell the residual poop. Uh, anyhow, two one five two six three WMMR. Call right now, and we'll uh, see if we can identify these songs. When Jace was a baby, um, Pancake actually made me a whole bunch of CDs of rock lullabies, and uh-huh. that's what I would play for him um, every night when he was going to bed or uh-huh. if he was going in for a nap. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of. It's nice for the parent because you recognize the melody, yeah. uh-huh. and it's not the the standard, and and it, yet it's it's presented in a fashion that's pleasing to the baby, you know. So, uh, so we'll get callers on the line. It's simple. We'll play you a, a portion of the song. You identify what song that is. You win a prize. That's how we move product. Yep, and we and we do have a lot of things to give yeah. away. So sometimes we do these contests that are pretty easy. We got caught with our pants down, or mm-hmm. seem easy until you're put on the spot. And uh, we have a variety of things that we'll have your chance to win. So. Uh, should we get it started? Yes. yes. All right, let's go to the phones. And we're going to begin with uh, listener Jim. Hey, Jim, good morning. Hey, Fred Yo, buddy, you're the first one up. You ready to try this out? Yes, sir. I'm awesome. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna put everybody on hold yeah. when they come on the, uh, because it might be easier to hear the phone line. So, Jim, I'll put you on hold. I will play you a portion of this song. You identify it. You win a prize. It's that simple. Here we go. Let's see. Jim, any idea what song that is? Um, no clue. Wow. All right. Thanks, bud. It's a pretty easy one. It is a very easy one. All right. Uh, let's go next to Mark. Hey, Mark. 
Morning, Prespo. Morning, buddy. All right, we'll do three callers per. All right. And see if we can get it right. Did you hear the uh, the song, Mark? I did, but I don't know the answer. But oh, take a guess. What, did, what, did, what was the last thing you said? I said, I'll give it a shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go for it. We're going to say ACDC. Back in black. Oh. You're right. You're absolutely correct, sir. You're ready to, to, to pass on it. You won. That's a good guess. All right. And uh, here's what we have for Mark. Hang on the line, Mark. Mark, you just won yourself a case of Headhunter IPA Fatheads, aggressively hopped legendary IPA, available in both six packs and 12 packs. You can also enjoy it as part of Fathead's new IPA variety 12-pack. Pick up some at your nearest Acme or craft beer retailer. All right. That was easy. Let's uh, load up another one, and we'll try it out with James. Hey, James. How you doing, man? Hey, good. You guys rock. Hey, you, buddy. All right, doing rock bye baby. You ready? Wait. Yep. All right. Here is your song. Putting you on hold, and let's get it. Wait a minute. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Okay. No. Nope. Here we go. Oh. It's a hard one. And I think the, yeah. the crickets are throwing me off. Uh, yeah, they've thrown in a lot of little nighttime yeah. sounds in there. I guess Stop that's that. part of uh, <laughs> helping you sleep. All right. Uh, let's see. Mark, or no, I'm sorry, James. James, any idea? Uh, it definitely sounds like Eye of the Tiger from Rocky Three. That's a good guess, but that's incorrect. Uh, I'm sorry. I the <laughs> no. All right, we'll try three callers. We'll go to Sean next. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's up, guy? Yo, bud. All right, did you hear the song? Oh, yeah. I wanna, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, what is I know it? Who it is. What is it? It's a sweet emotion. Dude, you nailed it. Nice job, Sean. You got it right. Sweet emotion. I would not have gotten that. Aerosmith, I probably would not have gotten it either, but fortunately, Sean's a badass. And here's what we got for Sean. You got a pair of tickets to see David Spade on Saturday, February 4th at Soundwaves at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Now, tickets are on sale now at hardrockhotelatlanticcity.com. Excellent. All right, we'll get another one loaded up and ready to go. We're going to go to Bruce next. Hey, Bruce, how you doing, bud? Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, but all right. How have you been doing so far? You gotten any of those, the the first two? I missed the last one. All, all right. right. All right. Well, let's see how you do on this one. Hang on. We have a new one set up, and here it is. Yeah, they love hard. They love in swamp sounds. If you're on hold, make sure that you're listening to all yeah. these because we might come to you. You never know, okay? Uh, yeah, I think they're using just like standard nighttime yeah. sounds that you would hear outside. All right, so let's go to Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Not a freaking. Uh, I got I to go with you on that, Bruce. I, I'm lost. It's a hard one. All right, we'll go next to Mike. Yo, Mike. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, did you hear that lullaby? 
on the anniversary of his death. Can't you hear me standing here with the back against the record machine? Jump. Very good. Wow. Well, wow. dear God. Done. You're right. Second year anniversary, by the way, of uh, Eddie's passing today. Uh, Two years. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. All right, what do we have for Mike? All right, for Mike, we have... Oh, well, I'm sorry. I forgot to do this for you, Mike. My bad. And uh, please accept all of my apologies. Oh. Hi, Mike. Yeah. You, you have a pair of tickets to see David Spade on Saturday, February 4th at Soundwaves at Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Atlantic City. Tickets are on sale now at HardRockHotelAtlanticCity.com. I'll play a little bit more of it and see if you can hear yeah. jump. instrument quickly though uh <laughs> xylophone marimba oh. okay the marimba it's a it's a you know it's like a, a xylophone but it's made of wood uh, so that's what you're ah, okay. all right let's go to i think it's john is up next hey uh john are you there <laughs> <laughs> so great <laughs> thank you john all right we got a fresh one you ready for a lullaby buddy We'll try it. All right, hang on. Here is a new one. And Casey, there's nothing on there. Oh, there's oh, nothing on there. No, it's, 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 it. it's very quiet. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> it might just be the crickets and stuff. Yes, it's a friggin' crickets. All right, here we go. Right here. Distinct, yeah, distinct melody to it. All right, John. I'm trying to sing it my head. <laughs> Go ahead, take your time. Oh, it's killing me. I don't know right now. All right, thanks. It's one of those Damn. that even singing it is going to be hard to come up with a title if you don't know it. Brian, are you there? Anybody ever tell you guys you rock? Oh, very kind. heard it once or twice. All right, buddy. Any idea? Uh, it sounds like Ozzy. I just can't pin it. Is it, uh, jeez, Crazy Train? No, no. Crazy train. You're in the right ballpark. Sorry, uh, bud. We got to let you go. One more caller to try that out, and it is, uh, Bob that we're going to go to. Hey, Bob, good morning. Bob. 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 All right, Bob. 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 <laughs> Bob, do you know what song that is? It is absolutely Ozzy Osbourne. And I cannot recall. Oh. Sorry, bud. We gotta let you go. It, it's technically it's Ozzy, it's Black Sabbath, and it's Paranoid. Uh, we should get one. Ozzy, Ozzy, <laughs> Cindy. I went out with Cindy. We just got lost. All right. Cindy. We were t- the, the Ninja phones us. Let's get a fresh one, and we're gonna go to Jason to try this out. We're playing uh, Rockabye Baby. All right, Jason, you there, bud? Good you morning, yet. Good, Good you morning. morning. 
<laughs> Thank you for that, Jason. All right, we're going to give you about 30 seconds of a song. You ready, bud? I'm ready. All right, let's try this out. Here is the next one. nodding her head a little I'm, bit. It's like on the tip of my tongue, this one. I didn't get it. I had to look. Uh, all right. Uh, who was it? Oh, Jason. Um, all right, Jason, any idea? I have no idea. All right. These are hard. Really, really hard. Yeah. All right. We'll go next to Emily. Hi there, Emily. Hey, folks. Morning. Hey, Rockabye Baby. So what do you think? You know, I should have had paranoid. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks, sorry. Hate to get you on him right off again. Uh, one more caller for this one. I think this might be a stumper. Nancy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Nancy, did you hear it? Um, I heard some of it. All right, we'll play it again. More, yeah. Hang on a second, okay? Start from the beginning or we want to leave it where we left off? Uh, leave it where we left off. Let's see if that helps out. Was it Nancy I was it talking was to? Yeah. All right. Uh, Nancy? Yeah. Did you get it? I, I can hear Rock the Casper. That's yeah! It! You heard right! Yeah! Nice job, man. Yeah! All right. Hang on, Nancy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Steve's excited. Uh, I got that one. We got a prize for you. All right. We got a Hocus Pocus 2 prize pack, including Hocus Pocus, the game, a spell book, and a $50 cash card. It's been 29 years since someone lit the black flame candle and resurrected the 17th century sisters. They're looking for revenge. Stream Hocus Pocus 2 now on Disney+. Plus. At All the right. very beginning, I thought it was somebody that I used to know by Gautier. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Know. All right, let me go next to Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning. <laughs> ah, all right. <laughs> Dan, we got a brand new Rockabye baby. You ready? I'm ready. All right, everybody who's on hold, make sure you remain listening because we might come to you uh, to answer for this one. this is i have no idea what this is i don't even know what you just i'm like going to all these titles i'm specifically picking out titles that because i haven't listened to any of these either i got it oh you did yeah yeah. okay good 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 all right well maybe dustin will get it was that who we were talking to sure dustin are you there (laughs) yeah all right any idea i heard again can you hear it again no i just played it for you dude (laughs) oh yeah i I don't know 
<laughs> Sorry. All right, we'll go to Dan. Hi, Dan. Yeah. Hey. All right. Going? Good, buddy. All right, Dan, can you identify that song? No, I have no idea. No, no. <laughs> crazy? All right, thanks anyway. Steve got it, so maybe Brittany can get it. Hey, Brittany. You just made a mess in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you just made a mess in my mouth. All right, Brittany, give it to us. What song is that? Um, I got nothing. Ah, oh, hell. All right, well, it's rock and roll all night from Kiss. Yeah. I need to hear a little bit yeah. more because I still couldn't hear it. All right, one more? Yeah. All right, I know we have more prizes to give away, but this is all we're going to have time for. This one's, uh, you know, we thought this might be a take easier. It's proving to be more difficult. Really hard. All right, Danny, are you there? We're here. All right, we're going to try this out. (laughs) I didn't know we had that. That's amazing. Uh, Danny, we have one last one. You ready? Let's go. All right, hang on, and here we go. you get this. What song is yeah. that? Uh, I don't know. Oh! oh! Wow. Alright. All right. Thanks All for right. playing, though, buddy. Alright, let me get two more callers here. It's uh, Mike I'm going to go to next. Yo, Mike! Yeah! Hi, oh, no. Mike! Yeah! <laughs> 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 Alright, Mike, what song was that? Is it Casey Jones? It is. It's yeah! Casey Jones. From the dead. All right, here's what we got for you, Mike. We got a case of Headhunter IPA, Fathead's aggressively hopped legendary IPA, available in both six-packs and 12-packs. You can enjoy it as part of Fathead's new IPA variety 12-pack. Pick up some at your nearest Acme or craft beer retailer. Excellent. Rockabye baby. I think that went over well. Uh, it was good. It was a lot, Hard. Of, lot yeah. harder. Yes. Yeah. Might have to do like five colors per song. Yeah. Let's see if we can get those right. All right, anyhow, listen, I want to take a break because we do have some uh, guests coming up. But you know what? As we... Am I going to one of these away? Yeah, because I, it's a really great prize, and I'm surprised nobody uh, won that. Can I give a couple of these away? Yes, you can. Okay. I have just $100 Visa gift cards. Essentially, what? I have $100 for you. What in the F? Yeah, I'll take <laughs> callers uh, t- 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR, <laughs> and I'll give you a $100 Visa gift card. Now, it is courtesy of Walker Independence. Witness the beginning of the legacy on Walker Independence, the CW's all-new series, which is coming out tonight. 
is right. a prequel nine to Walker. Nine o'clock on the CW Philly, 215-263-WMMR, so callers 10 and 11. And that's premiering tonight, so I might have to give away a couple more of those. Yeah, you do. Are. And by the way, I was saying that David Spade tickets are on sale now. No, they are uh, on sale tomorrow. Okay. okay. All right, yeah. thank you. All right, let's take a break. If you uh, if you have social media and uh, you've been doing it for a while, you definitely want to hear our next guest. Uh, I would say so. Might be able to help you out yeah. with something. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us. Cue the jingle. There it is. It's Kathy Romano, and I've revealed my 2022 Kathy's Fall Activities List. Ten brand new ideas to get you into sweater weather mood. Find the list, which includes helpful tips and coupon codes for all you fall activity fanatics. Posted now on PrestonAndSteve.com. Less than an hour from now, we're doing you who loot again. $1,000, your chance to win. That is coming up, so if you... If you win the money, you can post about it on social media and brag to everybody that you won $1,000. Uh, then you're going to have people coming out of the woodworks, whatever. Yeah. You know how it yeah. is. And they're going to leave the country because yeah. you're now the. That's the guy who has $1,000. You're a thousandaire. Yeah. Officially. <laughs> uh, but speaking, speaking of socials uh, and the amount of years that you've been posting, whatever it may be. Uh, maybe you're not the same person you were when you first started posting, or maybe you've, uh, some things have changed, times have changed, whatever it is, and, uh, you don't have the time or energy to go back and clean stuff up. Well, there's, uh, some people that can help you out with that. It's a product called Life Brand, and we are lucky to have the CEO here in our yeah. studio. Uh-huh. Uh, this morning, let's first introduce him, uh, TJ Kalazi is here yeah. with us this morning. Hey, TJ, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us, guys. Really excited to be here. And you brought with you your senior vice president of marketing. This is Lexi Scafidi. Hey, Lexi. How are you doing, guys? Good. How are you? Wonderful. All right. So, uh, real quick. Um, First of all, where are you from, by the way? Springfield, Delaware County. Oh. Delco case. Straight up. Straight up. All right. We love Without a doubt. We, um, (laughs) of course, we know the same people. <laughs> yeah, I know in the neighborhood that he grew up in, and yeah, all did, you, that stuff. did you guys already start talking? We did the six degrees of Casey Boy. Yes, yeah, yeah. as a matter, I'm of sure fact. you find this the same for you as well, TJ. Right? Yes, yeah. 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 So it's the way it is out there. So, uh, and where are you from, Lexi? A Jersey girl, so Glassboro. Okay, all right. Well, listen. So we wanted to hear a little bit. I'm intrigued by Life Brand. I specifically didn't go and find out all the details about it because I wanted to hear about it from you guys. Uh, but uh, was I correct in saying that, you know, if, if you've been posting for a number of years and there might be some things that there, there's too much. I mean, there are people that post like crazy and the uh, uh, the task of trying to go back and go find things has got to be a lot of work. So is that why you created this company? Yeah, Preston, exactly why we created it. You know, uh, I'm 41 years old. I jokingly say, thank goodness social media didn't exist when I was 18, 19, sure. 20. Yeah, I say it all the time. The things that I would have posted back then certainly wouldn't reflect well on me as the CEO of a company. Yeah. Any of you that have kids that are in high school, college, you know they say things that they probably will regret five or ten years from now. Yeah, they'll be a different person for They'll be a different years. person, yeah. but there's a posted record of it thanks yes. to social media. Yeah. So everyone deserves a chance not to be judged by one joke or inappropriate thing, even if maybe it was in poor taste ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And we give people a chance to go back, look through what they posted in the past. And I think the best proof as to how much this is needed, the average user that goes through our platform deletes over 18 posts. That's a lot. So that, if you think of all of us. Yeah. Think of something problematic, and you're thinking 18. That's that's a large number. And, yeah. And, and and not to to jump in here because I want to hear everything about it. But how many times do you find the people shocked that they had those many things that were problematic? Every time. Yeah. It, it's amazing. They all. I mean, I have people, especially that are older, that are. They, hey, I'm 50. I'm 60 years old. I have nothing bad on my social media. 
Let's just give it a check. I compare it to fire insurance. If you wait till your house is burning down to get insurance, it's too late. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I remember really? my cousin, this was several years ago, and uh, she was posting some stuff of her, like, with a bong. Fine, whatever. Um, uh, listen, me too, right? All right, so I call her up. I'm like, I'm like Jamie, listen, I know this is cool and your friends and everything, but you, you don't quite understand that there might be a day where you're walking in to apply for a job and somebody's going to do a background check and they're going to see this and it's just immediately going to be, you're going to be tossing the scrap pile. 90% of companies yeah. look at social media during yeah. the hiring process. Yeah. Yeah. 90%. Yeah. Yeah. I went through and I did my Twitter last night uh, with, with LifeBrand and... Um, because I figure of of you know the group here, I'm probably the one that has the most questionable stuff in there, um, and and you guys did tag a lot of things, right? And it was so thorough that um, it went from uh, there was a picture I posted of me with my naked hiney last year. Partial uh, nudity there, yeah, yeah, that's acceptable. I was that's I, a job requirement. I had done that. I was uh, trying to get, <laughs> believe it or not, your ass is on there several times, several times. Yeah, yeah. But that particular picture, I was actually trying to get donations for the Ben to the Shore bike. Tour, and that was uh, that was a uh, one of those ones. But then also, you're so thorough that um, it, it, around that same time, I had done a triathlon, and it picked up that uh, I was uh, bare chested in a, in a picture. So it picks up on language. That's great. Yeah, um, uh, you know, uh, as nipples. far as like con- nipples uh, yeah. content and stuff so like that. That's how comprehensive the algorithm is. is yeah, it's good? designed to be super sensitive. Our whole goal is we'd rather flag everything and give yeah. you the chance to delete it versus stuff sneak through. That's brilliant. Look, yes. If you want to keep it, keep it. If that's part of your brand and who you are, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some people, that's who you are. But the average person, again, deletes 18 posts. I think that goes to show we all find stuff that maybe we don't need. Right. So how does it all work then? So you you get the your software, and then you guys go through everything, and then you'll alert something so Casey will see it and then decide whether or not to keep or post? Yeah, I think it's super easy. Like, anybody can go to our website right now. They can go to lifebrand.life and get a free social media check, kind of like a free credit check. Hmm. You can log into your social media accounts. Within a matter of moments, our artificial intelligence will scan every post, photo, and video you've ever posted and then list them all for you right then and there and say, hey, Kathy, you have 48 potentially problematic posts. And then you can pay to you know, kind of yeah. see all of them and delete them right from our platform. So you don't have to go back to June of 2011 on Facebook. Right from LifeBrand, you can delete it. We're linked up with all those platforms, and we remove it for you. It, but, sorry, no, I was just saying, so everybody's always so worried about, like, with social media and, and the privacy and, you know, TikTok has all your information and all this. What is it doing to our account that you are able to go in and find it and delete Nothing. it? Nothing. Our AI is looking at it as if we're you, the user. Since you're logging in, it's just giving our AI a chance to look at it as if you were looking at your own screen, but saving you from having to scroll back through 15 years. For years. Yeah. So if people started at the beginning of some of these things. And uh, I remember when Twitter came out, I, I, I went on it. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people. It's fun. I said, blah, blah, blah. And I started to watch people who were like, I'm, I'm a lot of uh, cat pictures and, and goofy stuff. And, and, and But I'm looking at people who started very pleasant and got very acrimonious. So you're talking about that, right? You, you know, the person... They they may change, not realizing the social media progression, and it become it can become a minefield. Whether it's stuff that's as you said, it maybe that is you or not you, but 
the company you're going to go in and go, try to get a job with, you're saying 90% of them will look at your social media, uh, that's, that can be an issue. And it, it could be sort of a landmine you forgot about Absolutely. years ago. Best example I give all the time, I have a four-year-old daughter. And by the way, today's her birthday. Happy birthday, Nikki. Um, our office manager has a four-year-old daughter. They're best friends. <laughs> they live in the same area. They're going to go to the same school together. If as they grow up, their daughter takes their social media seriously, Shay, and is posting high-character things about sports, athletics, yeah. academics, family. And all my daughter's ever doing is posting pictures, partying with her friends. Though there's nothing bad on my daughters, their daughter looks better. Colleges look at your social media. Jobs look at it. So if they're the last two up for a job, yeah. guess what? Their daughter's getting it, and my poor sweet Nikki is on the sidelines. It's right. funny you say that because uh, I get a kick out of it every time during the draft, no matter what sport it is. It's immediately, say, there's somebody from Dallas, and they get drafted to the Eagles. Within 30 seconds of them being drafted, somebody pulls up a tweet that they posted when they were 12 years old where they're mm-hmm. like, screw the birds. Yep, yeah. Dallas, every time. You know, yeah. something like that. And then the whole city hates them in and, an instant. And again, maybe nothing tweet. that would mean them getting yep. cut or somebody getting fired from their job. It's normally not bad stuff like that. Bad people are bad people, and they believe in what they say. So we're not going to help anyone that's a bad person. Hmm. We're just trying to help the average person avoid a PR thing like that, have a better chance of getting a job. Um, well, bad people can also employ bad tactics yeah. to 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 not. I mean, what you're saying is obviously, which is a, a given fact. People evolve. People say things that they don't always mean that they would want to take back as you go through life. So, but but you know, in it's something that we've always said. You know, with even just in, in texting and so on and so forth. Take a look at it. Look at it. Even if you try to do a nuanced joke, think of how that's going to look in stark black and white or computer text and how that will play. That can be problematic. And so a lot of people did. Preston, how long have we been saying, you know, be careful what you post? Oh, because yeah. first off, you don't own it. Yeah. Right. It, they yep. own it. And it's there forever. And it's there yep. forever. Yep. Uh, by the way, there's uh, somebody says uh, texting and says, my social media is boring. Can they add some stuff? <laughs> Talk to Lexi over here. She's pretty uh, good at that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, then there's another legit question. It says, how does it work for um, deleted accounts? Is there any, I, I don't even, I'm not sure exactly what the question is there, but. If your account's already deleted, you'd have to reactivate your account to make it work. It okay. needs to be an active account. If your account's deleted, you don't have as much to worry about. Right. Um, and the nice thing is a lot of people ask if they're a private account. Because you're logging into your own social media to make it work, yeah. it would still work on a private account because you're looking at it. Our AI is looking at it as if it's you. you. Basically, what's happening is the same. These are constantly running. Facebook and Twitter, they, they all have run their algorithms. YouTube, they all do it. They, they say a lot of people, the perception is that there's a vast warehouse of, of people changing computers who are searching. The, <laughs> the algorithms are, are doing the searching based on the parameters that have been fed into it. Correct. So you guys have such a comprehensive uh, thing that is to impress Casey on what you were able to find, here here's what we believe. You take a look at it. If you want to leave it up, that's your yes, We're not the judge yeah. and jury. Right, if you yeah. like what you posted and that's part, you're okay with it, cool, by and all a, means. A but. third party is a better idea, I think, because how, how or the third party algorithm. Maybe you didn't know that it was inappropriate. <laughs> there you, you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you targeting? Is it, is it, I mean, you're talked about the younger kids, maybe, you know, graduating from college, going to get a job. Um, is it the parents as well of those kids? Yes. So right now, a huge focus is towards universities and schools and students. Yeah. We're actually at Devon Prep right now teaching them like a whole class about social media literacy. And it's, they're just like wowed by it and understand it because they weren't taught it or their parents don't know it. And it's just like, they need knowledge on this stuff too, because it's their future. And social media 
Disney is not going anywhere. If we move to Web3, it's probably going to go there. Maybe we'll be able to buy our page by then on the blockchain. But it's just, like, interesting as to how valuable it is for these students and kids. It's also influencers because anyone tied to money with their social media, if you get caught with that bad post, you you lose all your contracts or you lose all your deals. Think about the exactly. NIL world now yeah. where high school and college kids exactly. can make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My son is in fifth grade, and he just had they just had somebody come in, a social media specialist, to talk to them about smart posts and yes. what you should be posting, what you shouldn't be posting. Because yeah. you can make a life out of it. So Somebody's just talking about MySpace when MySpace sold to just Google Timber- yeah, or then ju- whoever bought it. Justin Timberlake had some money in it for a while, right? <laughs> they just put all of our photos out in Google. Yeah, oh, they just put yeah. them all out. Yeah. Right, so everything that was on your MySpace page that you didn't erase is yeah. just out there. That's so again, scary. even if you don't want that stuff out there, yeah, you know, yeah. if you mentioned, you know, Casey, about how your bare chest, you know, sometimes women don't want Pictures of them in bikinis floating around oh, yeah. out there because if you Google that person by name, that's now what comes up. Yeah. So like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with it, but I don't need that to be the first thing no. someone sees when they Google me. Like, I'm a professional. I'm a business person. I'm going to delete those things. You're talking on – and you, you, you very correctly said uh, on a surface level, it's, it's not like, gee – Here's someone who's, you know, a, a, tra- a human trafficking picture. No, it's just simply a perception that is going to pop up first when they're looking for you. Right. And it may not be exactly what you want. On that level, it's, I think it would be an invaluable thing. What do you do if your coworkers ruined your life with something called Drunk Day, where you were the main participant uh, for a year? Ruined your life? <laughs> I'm not sure if I know what Drunk Day is. But, um, Drunk made you a star. Participate. <laughs> Delete it. Case, did any pictures from that come up? Oh, uh, you know, no, because I don't know if I, listen, Personally a lot, person. I didn't even get that far down. So many of my, I got a lot of stuff that got flagged and then I ended up. Uh, well, you also, I think you also, pre, both of you sort of pre-asked and we were serving as a buffer, at least at some level to make sure things that were wildly, um, that you made in your, in your debilitated state wouldn't want put up we did yeah, but, I, up. but i might have posted because it was funny when my neighbor was hosing me off <laughs> naked when you were in a yeah in a, in a jock strap that was i mean that's comedy K- Casey, again, we're gonna do a study on you for right now like that's the thing so for right now that stuff is part and i hate to say this okay so please don't that's part of my brand. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's okay. Especially when yeah. I get fired from here and right. I need to go find another job. Maybe I'll scrub that well, stuff. The myself. odds are that's that's actually, unfortunately, in your wheelhouse. That's, we need a specialist in yeah. being hosed down with a jock strap on. Yeah. And when you talk about who our target market is, you guys asked, it's, yeah, kids, but the kids aren't going to buy it. It's the parents that are going right, to buy it for right. them. And Kids don't want to listen to their parents. We're kind of like that cool uncle down the street. You know, we can come in and be yeah. an outsider that's not a teacher, not a parent. We align with really great, you know, Devontae Smith is an ambassador and equity holder in our company. We can deliver the message in a cooler way yeah. than, unfortunately, you guys probably can to your kids. I agree, yeah. Uh, so LifeBrand, TJ, you said there's a, you can do like a, a free Yeah, anybody can go to www.lifebrand.life and get a free social media check today. I'm intrigued by people who uh, start an an app or uh, something like this. Uh, what was your What was your background? Because you know <laughs> you wouldn't uh, listen, tell by looking at looking me, but I was at a... you. You don't look like the CEO of a company. You're not no, just like one. No, no. I uh, I was a longtime fitness industry executive. I was a longtime vice president for LA Fitness Sports Clubs, Crunch Fitness. And it's when I was at Crunch that we realized there was a huge problem. Um, and the best example I can give: there was a woman that had applied for a job. 
didn't get the job just because she was the wrong person for the job. She saw that the hiring manager looked at her social media during the hiring process because LinkedIn says who looks Instagram stories. She had just announced that she was expecting a child. She sued for discrimination, saying she didn't get the job because she was pregnant. Won that lawsuit because essentially the judge said if you're using this information during the hiring process, consumers have the right to know. So think about a credit or a criminal check. You have to consent. You're protected by the Fair Credit Reporting Agency. That's not happening when 90% of companies are snooping. That's what led me to being like, aha, there's something here. And now we do it as a positive thing for people to help clean up their brand too. But the big thing was to help companies bring that whole process Above board, we had won a pitch competition two years ago with Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful from yes. Shark Tank. Yes. And his whole thing was why he loved it. It brings everything above board. You can't go sideways with it. Where'd you get started? You had the idea. Who did you reach out to? And, <laughs> great, and great question. Yeah. I, uh, it, it was April 24th, 2018. I, was, you know, I had a pretty good job as an executive. Quit my job that morning. It was a Monday morning. Came home. Told my wife, who was three months pregnant with right. our daughter, whose birthday it is today. Oops. Already had a daughter. Hey, I quit my job, and we're going to start a tech startup. <laughs> hey, TJ. Like, you know nothing like, about technology. I would like to see her post from that day. son of a bitch. And, and kill. And, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I had talked to some people that I knew to figure out how I could start it. And, they, you know, I said, look, I know nothing about technology. And they said, but, yeah, you've scaled and built companies your whole life. Most tech companies fail, not because it was a bad idea. Because it was someone that knew how to write the code, but didn't know how to run a company and scale mm. a company. Yeah. Like, you just got to find someone that can help you write the code. Partnered up with a guy that owned a firm in Prague that helped build our initial product to get it up off the ground. And then we were really fortunate to have people like Kevin O'Leary see it and all these other folks. We just recently completed a large Series A round where we've raised over $20 million to really take this thing to well, the next level. It's a want. no-brainer. I yeah, mean, honestly, yeah. it's the kind of thing you say is a no-brainer that no one had the brains enough to, really to, to put together. It's a really clear solution to a really big yeah, problem. It, it, absolutely. It's, it, everyone gets it instantly. So did you go on Shark Tank? No, it was a separate thing through him, through a okay. company called Start Engine yeah. um, that he he's part of. You know, we were one, one of five companies out of 1,500 selected to pitch him in a live Shark Tank-style pitch right. competition. And, uh, I mean, I was, I was petrified. I was yeah. sweating bullets. Yeah. Like, this guy's going to destroy me. Uh-huh. Uh, and he just, not only did he love the product, he went on and on and raved about me and our company and everyone that worked there. And uh, having a endorsement from him early on was something that a young tech company could only dream of. It kind of gave us that fuel. Him and I then appeared on Yahoo Finance a couple weeks after that. And next thing you know, we're getting phone calls from... Everybody, I know, love wanting it. to one way or another get involved. We still have a long yourself. way to go as a company, but we're really excited to be a Philly-based startup. We take a lot of pride in not being in Silicon Valley, being here in Philly. You know, our law firm was Blank Rome out of Philadelphia. Some of our first clients were Phillies, Eagles, Sixers. You know, we have working a t- with some of these players, ton of teams. Right? Yeah, 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 Juno uh, Capital was yeah. our first uh, institutional investment. You also, in Philadelphia. Um, you you donate to Headstrong Foundation, which yeah. is uh, I, I'm uh, is is a, a foundation that's near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. They're, they're incredible. Yeah. Shara Carter, Lori, and Michael, who started it for their son. Uh, having grown up playing lacrosse in Springfield, Delaware County, against Ridley, which was our arch rival. <laughs> yeah. And it just goes to show there's so much more off the field, but yeah. we really do care about those folks. It's an amazing foundation that helps the, you know, uh, you know, for financial support, residential support, anything that people need that are going through cancer. Headstrong's incredible. We've really enjoyed working with them over the last couple of years, and I, I, I'm glad you do. So, yeah, just such a great organization. Well, you know, in, in general, this is something that so many people, I'm sure, they were, their heads were spinning, like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And and this this is that answer. And again, I mean, they, we've had countless conversations on the show about. Pe- 
You better watch it. You better watch it. I, I can't tell you how many of my friends have told me over the years, TJ, no offense, but how did you think of this? Right. How did nobody else <laughs> think of this? It's so obvious. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I do have to ask how, um, what, what's the uh, uh, the fee structure uh, if, if you want to get involved in so this? So basically, if you are an individual like myself and you go to our website right now, you can do a free trial. And with that, you can't delete any on that. You could just see how many you possibly have flagged, and mm-hmm. then it'll show you two of them. And then if you want to get a one-time scan, so that connects Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, it's thirty nine ninety seven, um, so basically like ten dollars for each platform. Yeah. So very cheap. Okay. And then if you want to do it for the year, so you can keep coming back in and checking it and scanning it, it's ninety six dollars for the year, or you can do ten dollars a month. That's like I mean, think of what you Super pay for like, like a McAfee or uh, you know anything exactly. that's uh, uh, that. Our whole goal was if somebody's out there looking to get a job or a student, we don't want money to stop them from being able to use our product. We wanted it to be something that hopefully everybody can, you know, it's got $10 in their account to start that first month. My brother just got a finance job, and he ran his cleaning before he got it. And it just, he had, like, one post in 2008 and said, your shirt your shirt is gay, dude. And it's yeah. like, what if his colleague is um, gay or lesbian yeah. next to him? And then, like, that person were to find that post. Do they think that he, like, it's that's homophobic. where the world yeah. is today. And it's I, like he meant nothing. Yeah, people, they, they make mistakes and regret things. But, but um, you know, it just kills me that... Um, you know, case you know, without even thinking, and you're like they they picked up on on two yeah. two things of, that are of the same style. Your naked ass. And your naked <laughs> yeah. Well, not not only that, but, but like also, uh, you know, pull up my 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 Twitter homepage because I don't know I don't know how long I've had Twitter and how many tweets I've had, but pr- I, I've probably tweeted thousands of times. Who's got the time and the energy to go through a thousand, two thousand? And it stops, and you have to start over again. The cool thing is, if you yeah. have a lot of posts while you're doing it in real time on your computer, it'll say how many we found. So as it's going, it'll say we found eighty so far, one hundred twenty so far. <laughs> wow! I was doing it with a I won't mention his name, but a former you know Eagles player here, yeah. and you know I'm doing it with them. And it got to like 480, and it was like, oh, God. Oh, my this God. Is good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, as we went through, it, it, it was just a lot of curse words. There was nothing right, bad right, here. Right, right. But you, yeah, want, you, you have yeah. the option to decide, and yeah, I think yeah. that's what's really cool. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Cole, we th- listen, we, we've told people, and, and Steve, as you said, we've mentioned on the air many times, just, you know, be, be cautious of what you may decide to post. Yep. And maybe it's been a while since you've taken a look back and maybe you don't have time or energy to look back. We're like, this is something we should pe- make people aware of. Uh, but it is called Life Brand, and it's lifebrand.life. Yes, yes, lifebrand.life. Uh, to look up com. the website. Yep. All right, lifebrand.life. All right, cool, man. Great success story out of Delaware County. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thanks for us. So absolutely. Thank you, TJ. Nice to meet you. Thank and you. Uh, thank you as well, Lexi, for coming by here this morning. Thank you. Thank we'll see you. you. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. We need to take a break. We'll be back in a second. You who loot is coming up. The beef. File is coming up and more. Stay with us. Who serves up the best burger in Philly? Taste for yourself. Philly Burger Bro is back. Round one. Bite. So get off your buns and come sample the region's meat you can't beat. From traditional to gourmet to, whoa, what's on that? Come stuff your grill with unlimited burger bites. Sunday, October 23rd. Outdoors at Xfinity Live with cold beer and live music. Benefiting Philly Parks and Rec's at-risk teen initiative. And Philly School District's after-school programming. Ticket info's up at WMMR.com. Don't miss Philly Burger Brawl 2022 at Xfinity.
Xfinity Live. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your taste buds. Got a stack of stories is just burning a fire over here that I got to get to you. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Files. Brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Watch the game with some friends this week. Well, you want to score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies. Order online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It is a Primo. All right. I saw this story this morning. This is very, very interesting. With Hurricane Ian devastating much of Florida, street stock car racer Jeff Stalin, uh, Stallnacker. That's how you say his name. Jeff Stallnacker. Locked his two race cars in a trailer to keep them safe from the storm. While the hurricane ended up sparing Stallnacker's hometown of Ocala, Florida, he ended up suffering costly damages anyway. A thief backed his truck up to Stallnacker's uh. gooseneck trailer, hitched it up, drove it away, unaware of its contents, by the way. Apparently, the thief was disappointed with his race car uh, that he took, so he ended up, actually, the two race cars that he took, so he ended up burying the cars in an abandoned sand pit. Oh, my God. What? Thankfully, due to the impressive detective work done by Stolnacker, his family and his friends, he found uh, stolen goods, and unfortunately, very little is salvageable. So the thief is allegedly a guy named Alex Sloan Herring, and they're currently he's currently in police custody. Uh, so finding two race cars isn't ideal for a thief, even if they're quite valuable. The market for stolen race car parts isn't exactly huge, and Herring would have to dismantle the cars first to sell the parts anyway. Why the hell would you bury them? Uh, so he went to uh, his employer's job site in the middle of the night, borrowed an excavator, dug a big hole, and buried the two cars. Uh, they also buried uh, all of the tools, parts, and other racing equipment inside the trailer. Total loss, about $200,000. Jeez. So whoever dug the holes stacked both the cars on top of each other and then buried them. Crushed underneath the weight of nearly 15 feet of sand, both cars were almost entirely destroyed. Uh, the engines were submerged for about four days. That means they're going to need to be sent out to be rebuilt. Uh, Stallnacker, uh, apparently he and his family did some clever detective work for themselves to find both of the cars. So they had surveillance cameras. Okay? Right, So you right. had that, but there were no license plates on the vehicle. And he posted footage to Facebook. Well, he was swarmed with responses that knew Herring's truck, and they told him about it. Oh, good. So he found where Herring worked. So he still needed to prove this, okay? So he found where Herring worked and spoke to his boss. And because he had used a work truck, it had a GPS tracking oh on it, uh, equipped on it. Uh, which allowed the Herring's boss to track its previous whereabouts. Uh, they realized that it had driven to his job site's abandoned sand pit in the middle of the night during the hurricane the same night that That's brilliant. Uh, the uh, trailer was stolen. So the trap was set. Herring's boss called him to tell him that both Stallnacker and police knew that it was him that stole the trailer and things would be better for him if he gave the stolen goods back. So Herring... Went to the dig site around 9 o'clock that night where Stallnacker uh, and his family were hiding in the woods, mm -hmm. watching him dig everything up with the exact same excavator that he used to bury it all. Surprise! It took about six hours for him to finally reach the cars. Uh, once they knew that it was their stuff in the hole, they called the police who eventually arrested Herring. Herring was on probation when he allegedly stole the trailer. Yeah. After serving six months in jail for Grand Theft Auto, he also had a prior history of stealing trailers. Mm. So he has been busted. But Yeah, good good for them for finding it. It just sucks that, I mean, you know, you, you, you tweak these vehicles up and oh, get yeah. to where you want them. And then he just destroyed. He, he managed to weather the storm 
and has it all happen because yeah. of this idiot. He's out two hundred grand now. Uh, the mayor of India Atlantic, Florida, is accused of using a rake to hit a man in the face while participating in a park cleanup for the hurricane. Clean! Uh, uh, David Berkman was arrested on Friday and faces a misdemeanor battery charge. According to a probable cause affidavit, uh, Berkman was helping to clear Orlando Park in India Atlantic. Never heard of it. Uh, neither did I. Uh, when the victim began recording him on his cell phone. The victim said he began recording the mayor after Berkman made several comments about, quote, kicking his ass. Don't record me. My hair's a mess. Uh, the <laughs> affidavit said that Berkman used a rake to hit the victim's phone and face. Yeah. It is not known what led to the alleged outburst. Rake face. Uh, the police department said that the cell phone video lined up with what the victim's claims and uh, no other details, including whether the victim suffered any injuries, have been released. Huh. Two South American researchers who were discovered dead in a fire in a Kansas City apartment were killed before the blaze was started, investigators say. And police are banking on an Alexa device to help them solve the murder. It's the second time we're hearing about this. Police, Yeah, last time was for cheating. Yeah. Uh, police identified the victims at an apartment near the Biomedical Research Center where they worked as Camilla Berenson of Buenos Aires and Pablo Guzman Palma of Santiago, Chile. Uh, Berenson and Palma were suffering from what police described as parent trauma when fire crews responded Saturday morning and extinguished the blaze. Uh, both were declared dead at the scene. Uh, the Stowers Institute for Medical Research said that uh, there were researchers there. Detectives believe that the murderer uh, spent considerable amount of time at the site before the bodies were found based on physical evidence at the scene, and they hope that the Alexa device might have captured audio of the crimes being committed. They obtained a search warrant for the device found in the apartment on Saturday. They hope that Amazon's home assistant device will have recorded conversations between the killer and the victims that will help them crack the case. Uh, so detectives further believe that there may have been verbal communication between the two victims and the suspect during the commission of the homicide. So they want to check that. Yeah, because people, they get confused. They say, well, don't you have to call it to activate it? Well, it's listening for that call. Yeah. So it's... it's it it's, supposedly doesn't record. Yeah. Uh, unless you, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, some people yeah. have their doubts about that. Uh, is that it? Well... Casey just gave me the wine. Uh, I, I the wrap up signal. If we so. wrap up now, we can come back with uh, loot Or if All we right. keep going, we can stretch to loot All right, let's take a break. All right, that's my last story in the bizarre file. Stories, for uh, but guess what? We have a thousand dollars. on the other side. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. Letter of the day. After that, later on for the word of the week prizes. By the way, is a trip. It's it's a home and away. You can go see uh, Muse here in Philadelphia and in Las Vegas. It's a trip. So you want to hang out for that as. Well, we'll take a break, and we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Two minutes after 10 o'clock. Uh, that means we're just a couple minutes shy of doing this, but let's go for it. Here it is. MMRs. Yoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo loot. Now, listen up. 
Here's your keyword. All right, the word is free, as in that's what the money is if you win it. Free, F-R-E-E. You got until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it in three ways for you to do that. You can text it to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can also enter it at the MMR app or WMMR.com. And one random entry wins a 1000 bucks in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure that you do indeed answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So, again, the word is free, F-R-E-E. And we're going to give you just the tiniest bit of time to do that because now we're moving over to the lesson question. And we're going to give away something in this contest, which is a pair of tickets for Flyers home opener Thursday, October 13th. So one week from today at the Wells Fargo Center. And the question we'll go with today is Northwest held up a sign that read stop. What was she trying to spell? 215-263-WMMR was another word. All right. Northwest held up a sign that read stop. But what was she actually trying to spell? 215-263-WMMR. This was said just around 7 o'clock this morning. So if you were listening and you're hanging around, we would love to hear from you. While you call in, we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Presenting comedian Jay Moore. Coming Saturday, October 8th. Tickets are on sale now. At LiveCasinoPhilly.com must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Well, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, rumors that Pete Davidson by, might be removing the tattoo he got for Kim Kardashian. However, those close to Pete say he's actually getting a cover-up tattoo showing Sylvester Stallone's wife riding a Wattweiler. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Melinda Gates admitting that having time to think during the pandemic helped her process her divorce from Bill Gates. Melinda says she eventually asked herself, why am I staying with a man who sleeps with his penis in cottage cheese? Oh, wow. <laughs> sister, sister, sister star Tia Mowry filing for divorce from her husband of 14 years, Corey Hardick. Mowry cited irreconcilable differences, offering no more that it has something to do with cottage cheese. Oh. <laughs> That's your Hollywood <laughs> All right, we're looking for the answer to this question. Uh, Northwest held up a sign that read, Stop, what did she actually try to spell? And we will go to Kelly to see if we can get an answer. Hi there, Kelly. Hey, how are you? Awesome. All right, so, Kelly, what was uh, Northwest trying to spell? Shrimp. Shrimp. Yeah. You're correct, Kelly. Hang on. We got your tickets to the Flyers home opener. It's uh, Thursday, October 13th, Wells Fargo Center. Flyers return to the ice for the 2022-23 home opener. And it's presented by Smart Water with a matchup against the New Jersey Devils on October 13th. All fans get a Flyers home opener t-shirt. And tickets are on sale now at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, uh, brought to you this morning by a, uh, well, by Horizon Services. Buy a furnace and get 50% off on AC unit at Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Plus, you get up to $1,700 back and zero down and zero payment until 2024. Visit horizonezbook.com. We'll start with the fact that Nickelback has released another new song and lyric video. Uh, It's called Those Days. 
And it's from their upcoming 10th studio album called Get Rolling. And that'll be on uh, uh, out on November 18th. Uh, so when asked why the band took so long between albums, Chad Kroger has said, we took our time with it, which was just a wonderful luxury to be able to sit back and go, no, I'm going to play guitar on this solo, or I'm, I'm going to play this guitar solo 40 more times for another three days and make sure that it's exactly how we want it, as opposed to the deadline, deadline, deadline. Uh, the new album featuring 10 new songs will be the band's first release in five years. Are we playing some of it, Casey? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, so we have, I tell you what we'll do. We, we will take... <laughs> so if anybody knows me, call in. You got your number back ticket. <laughs> so that's the spoken word part of the song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you win. You win. And you win. You win. You win. Kathy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you <laughs> Casey. And, and life friends scrub radio shows too. That's what Casey said. You effing whore. whore. Sorry, Kathy. I think I slapped you that day, so no worries. Okay. <laughs> there, there, there is a memory from that morning. Oh my god! Where it's because you're a bitch. <laughs> Casey leans in, and there's was video running. I don't know where it went, but you just see Kathy's hand go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we thought that oh was my a good god. idea. It was a fun day. That was. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, listen to this. Ozzy Osbourne has launched a new beauty collection. That's right. The Prince yes. of Darkness uh, has teamed up with Rock and Roll Beauty for a 21-piece collection that is currently available in select Ulta beauty stores in the U.S. Have you seen this? Have you been yeah, into think, an Ulta? Yeah, I think we we mentioned this. Um, okay. If you, to, if you want to get rid of those coats, hold a cigarette lighter up to your eyes. <laughs> Uh, the collection includes eyeshadows, lipstick, a gothic mirror, and more. Yeah, you know what? It kind of looks like uh, Halloween-esque, so that's probably why oh, it's in uh, stores now. We're looking at a lot of the stuff that comes peripherally with it and things that look like coffins and stuff like that, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, so the, where the makeup is stored is in like a bat-shaped uh, you know, container. Because yeah, a bit of bat. For the uh, uh, the eyeshadow yeah. and stuff like that. They so. call it a palette. A palette. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But they call it uh, ultra. Uh, I thought this was pretty fun. Uh, Jersey Music Royalty visited Jersey Freeze. Bruce Springsteen and John Bon Jovi visited the landmark Jersey Freeze in Freehold Township on Wednesday. Uh, they rolled up by themselves in Springsteen's sports car and ordered two cones, sprinkles for Bon Jovi, and chocolate dip for, two cones for Bruce. With Jimmy! Uh, the, uh, the two stayed... Lickety, lickety. What was that? Lickety, lickety. Lickety, lickety. Uh, the two stayed for about 10 minutes and took a picture with Jersey Freeze owners uh, Matt uh, Congliosi and Katie uh, Donono. Was it soft ice cream? Uh, it was soft ice cream. Yeah. Uh, Bruce is a regular at Jersey Freeze and has been hitting the spot since he was a child with his family. But I'm often uh, sucking a chili dog outside. <laughs> the Tasty Jersey Freeze. Freeze. The Jersey Freeze. I'm sucking on a chili dog. Jersey Freeze. Yep. Uh, so Denono said, uh, this was me and my, so they posted a picture and said, this was me and Matt's first picture with Bruce. Uh, we usually don't bother him when he comes, but today it was both of them, and there's no way. I'm taking a picture. It was fun. Uh, uh, this is Bruce Springsteen, and I say yes, yes to Denono. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the boss asked fans, by the way, when he was at uh, a concert in 2016 at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, the boss asked fans who was a Jersey Freeze fan. 
And he, he said to the audience, who's been to Jersey Freeze? Who likes Peaky's Pizza? He said... He said, we'd like to stop. We'd stop there, and it was much smaller. They didn't have any hot dogs or hamburgers. They only sold ice cream, and they sold two kinds. One was chocolate, and one was vanilla. Uh, just, <laughs> he said, just soft ice cream. That was all you could get. Whenever I get back to Concha, how can I go to Guppies? He said, when I was a kid, I didn't like the chocolate or vanilla. I just liked the cones. So the guy used to save all the broken cones for me. I do like the cones. Yeah, so uh, in this picture, yeah. it looks like a cold ice cream has hit one of Bruce's sensitive teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like mid sentence in his <laughs> mouth, is halfway open. <laughs> oh, yeah, it and I have a headache. Oh, you got brain freeze? Uh, got brain freeze. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, nice. I hit my tooth. Yeah. Oh, freeze out. <laughs> Have to freeze out. Nice. That's maybe that was the motivation for yeah. 10th Avenue Freeze Out was he was having motor freeze out. He was having a Jersey freeze while he was on 10th Absolutely. Avenue. Absolutely, it all comes together now. Yeah, it comes together. So, I do love soft ice cream. I, I love ice cream in general. I know you do. I love all ice cream. It's my it's my guilty pleasure. Yep. All right. Uh, less than a year after releasing his first Christmas collection, former Journey frontman Steve Perry seems to be in the midst of recording another one. Uh, Perry, now sporting a full head of light gray hair, filmed himself for his social media platforms in his studio, which was decked out in Christmas lights, stuffed animals, and Santas. I saw this yesterday. It popped up either on Instagram or TikTok. Mm -hmm. Uh, He looks good. Uh, Before breaking into a new song, presumably called Maybe This Year, uh, Steve addressed fans directly by saying, Hello, everyone. I'm Steve Perry. And this is my recording studio. And these are my holiday lights. And these are my holiday assistants. And I'm only wishing one thing for each and every uh, one of us from the bottom of my heart, I swear. Is this from last year? This is from last year, yeah. yeah. And mistletoe and under the tree. Smart move. Yep, totally, yeah. yeah. Christmas will find me. I've been diving back into some journey in the past few weeks, and just his his voice is just it's one of the best ever. This is one of the yeah. greatest rock voices ever. Trying to look at what kind of mic he sings into. Yeah. Uh, all right, elsewhere, the new 50th anniversary reissue of Ace. Grateful Dead co-founder Bob Weir's solo debut, While Backed by the Dead, uh, will be released on January 13th. Huh. The new collection pairs remastered uh, uh, new mixes of cl- the classic album, uh, which is a 2022 live version taped earlier this year at Radio City Music Hall. A performance of Bobby Weir and Wolf Brothers featuring the Wolf Pack with special guests Tyler Childers and Brittany Spencer. Is that the album um, he does the Growing Pains theme on? <laughs> I think that might have been it, yeah. <laughs> Show me that smile. Show me that smile. Don't waste another I didn't know that was Bob Weir. Yeah, yeah. Bob Weir. So that's coming out um, in Jim. As long as we've got each other. Come on. We got the world spinning right in our hands, baby, rain or shine, all the time. We got each other, sharing the laughter and love, sharing the laughter and love. 
I only know Show Me That Smile. <laughs> I never watched that show. Well, you're not a dead fan. Uh, I, 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 it's well known. It's well known. And then finally, uh, it was an end of an era for an entire generation of rock fans and musicians. Two years ago today, Eddie Van Halen passed away at the age of 65 after battling throat cancer. Uh, survived by his, wife, his uh, son Wolfgang, second wife Janine, and of course brother uh, Alex Van Halen. But it's yeah. hard to believe that it was two years ago. It uh, does not seem like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we had a report yesterday uh, from Wolfgang saying that if they're, you know, he's not going to be any part of the band, the band members getting together and doing some sort of tribute. He just doesn't see it happening. No, no, he doesn't yeah, see he, that people. He doesn't see everybody agreeing on how to get it done, where to do it. There's just too much dysfunction in that camp for it to even happen. I like your idea, which is the the um, those inspired by him, the rock guitarists and the great rock guitarists and jazz, whoever, yeah, uh, get together for a night of um, you know celebration and 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 do that, yeah, a tribute that way that is sans any of the band members, yeah, and just from a, a musician's uh, love. Uh, do it that way. Let Joe Satriani and Steve Vai and and uh, Tom Morello and 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 these guys, these yeah. names that you know, some of these greats, uh, get together and organize something like that, and have a backing band of other people who were uh, uh, inspired by. Oh, you could have Garth Brooks. He's a massive sure. Allen fan. Oh, most definitely. You could go all over the place as yeah. far as genre is concerned. Uh, and and put on something. So I, I hope that eventually that that will happen. But as of now, uh, no word on that. All right, and that's the last item in music news. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We're going to wrap up the program. Letter of the day with the word of the week prize on the way as well. So don't miss that. We'll be back in a little bit. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're at the tail end of things. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give something away on our way out. Uh, so there is a program uh, that is on tonight, and it is called uh, the Be- it's, um, Walker Independence. Yes. And it's the beginning of the legacy of Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, it's on tonight at uh, 9 o'clock on CW Philly. And guess what? Uh, they give us these $100 Visa gift cards to give away in conjunction with that, just to remind you that it's on tonight. So we'll take callers 15, 16, and 17, and you win 100 bucks. That's yeah. pretty awesome. How about that? And yeah. by, by the way, they have currently on the air, they have Walker, which is a sort of a, 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 a sort of reboot and retelling of the Walker mythos. And this is in that realm, and it predates that. So caller 15, 16, 17, you get a $100 Visa gift card. And again, that's on tonight, 9 o'clock on the CW Philly. So here you go. Nice. Give us a call. We'll set you up with those goodies. I would like to thank our buddy Nick Elmy for coming yeah. by. Uh, we're, we're lucky to know a world-renowned chef and be friends with a guy like Nick. And 
Um, his father has Parkinson's yes. disease, and also I think he said his was his stepfather. Yes, you know? uh, no, uh, father-in-law, father-in-law. Yeah. So um, uh, Parkinson's and raising. Uh, funds and awareness and all that is very, very uh, near and dear to him. So there's an event that's coming up on Saturday at the Philadelphia Zoo. And you can get on board and you can check out uh, their website. It's called the ParkinsonsCouncil.org. Uh, and get signed up. It's going to be a beautiful day on Saturday to be at the zoo. It's in the morning. And, uh, of course, you know, he's involved. There's going to be great food there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so make sure that you uh, support that if you have the uh, time and effort to do that. Also, thank you to uh, TJ uh, Kalezi, uh founder and CEO of uh, Life Brand. Yes! Came, came by this morning. And uh, their uh, company, his company, um, essentially cleans up your social media if there's anything in the past uh, that, uh, that you weren't aware of that might be considered... Um, Difficult to deal with now, wherever you are in life. Maybe you're applying for a job or something like that, and you, you don't want those uh, cleavage corner pictures out there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Does that have to be you <laughs> robbing a liquor store? It could no. be something that you just, you know, you were doing something goofy and you don't prefer that wasn't up there. Ladies, if there's a picture of you where you have the expression on your face and you're going, <laughs> <laughs> chances are you're also doing something that you might not want out there, and you may have forgotten about it. So yeah. that's what they do. They find that stuff for you. And it's called lifebrand.life mm-hmm. if you're interested in Very easy that to use. Clean stuff up for you, which is cool. I'm sure you've loaded with horrible things in your past. <laughs> yep. And my yep. Uh, Girls Gone Wild file. Yes. <laughs> I remember that phase of your life. Oh, oh yeah. The well, stuff you would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swinging from the Tarzan rope. <laughs> uh, man, it was... Uh, it was, it, was it was a different time. It was yeah. a different time. Yeah. That was the 80s. Yeah. 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 Had a mullet. Oh, did you ever have a mullet? No, no you always you were called Doctor Party back then. I was, yeah. When did you When did you first grow your hair long? The second, I graduated from high, high school. school. That yeah. was it. Yep, growing it out. Uh, mm-hmm. The nuns uh, had no longer control of me. Yeah, and uh, so it, that was the beginning. Okay, and never looked back since. It was yeah, four yeah. years ago. Four years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nice. You got held back a few times. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, Want to do the letter of the day? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter I, as in incubus. All right. And we have one more letter to go tomorrow, and then we give away this Muse Home and Away prize pack. Pair of tickets to see Muse in Philly and in Vegas. MMR Rocks Muse, the Will of the People Tour. Uh, with special guest Evanescence, and that is Sunday, March 19th, Wells Fargo Center. The trip for two includes hotel and airfare. And tickets go on sale uh, tomorrow, by the way, at 10 a.m. via wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Complete details at WMMR.com, including today's pre-sale. All right, and a chance for MMR VIPs to win tickets for the Philly show as well. And the deadline ends today on that opportunity to win, so make sure you check that out at our website. Everything good in your world? Very, it's lovely outside. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can't wait so, to get out there. Uh, you kids got to get out as soon as possible. Uh, but uh, we will have you who loot at noon and with me and Jackson at 3 p.m. Workforce blocks of Led Zeppelin and Black Keys and Van Halen in honor of Eddie and uh, all of that coming and more. Nice corduroys, by the way. Oh, thank you. I like your pants. They look like they looked like jeans. I took a closer look. I'm oh, like, those are cords, these man. Are corduroys. Nice. Yeah. And very cool, yeah. He's all, he's all, he's got a very cool chucks. What is the derivation of? These are my merry melody. Oh, thank you guys for coming by the Xfinity store yesterday. Oh, no problem. 
These are my Merry Melody uh, Chuck Taylor. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, lots of the uh, characters, and either Connor or Ryan gave me these. Nice. So there you go. You're asking about corduroys? Yeah, where's where's the, the derivation of corduroy? How can you tell they're corduroys? Oh, or what, what do... How did it come to be? That's a good question. Good question. I don't know where corduroys came from. I know they've been mined in South time. America. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they call them corduroys because they're little like cords, cords? or thread. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Or Roy. 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 A guy named Roy. Or Roy. Roy. <laughs> Must have made them. He, yeah. And he was a nephew uh, or actually great-grandfather of, of Eddie Vedder. Yes. Uh, because uh, that. The album. Yeah. yeah. Corduroy. Yeah. Or the yeah. song. The song, Corduroy. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're right. Okay. Wasn't aware of that. And oh, Eddie always, stuff. Well, often All right. Do you want to know? All right, here we go. Yeah. The word Corduroy <laughs> is from cord and duroy, ah. a coarse woolen cloth made in England I in the so 18th wow. century. Although the origin of duroy is not attested, and although its likely meaning is due, two words, duroy or of the king. Right, court and, of the king. And it uh, does not follow that the full phrase cord Du Roy <laughs> derives from the cord of the king. This is probably a false etymology. Oh, damn it. Ah. I wore corduroys every single day in grade school. The brown corduroys. You hear me coming down the hallway. Zip, 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 zip. Yeah, also a King Crimson song. Uh, Court of the Crimson, Crimson Corduroy. Court of Crimson Corduroy. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We need to have a pair of Crimson Corduroy. We do, absolutely. Yeah. I right. actually have a pair of those. Of Crimson ones? Of course. There you go. All right, one other thing I spot. This has been fun. Yeah, I want to thank our sponsors. Chat. Uh, the Preston and Steve Show. It's a new podcast. Yeah, Corduroy Chat. Corduroy yeah. Chat. We just talk about stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mainly Corduroy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, the President Steve Show brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, also by squeezed.com. Feel great, lose weight with squeezed. And Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, now open in Fairless Hills in the court at Oxford Valley. One love. Uh, tomorrow on our program, as we wrap up the week, uh, WWE's Bailey will oh. be in our studio. Uh, and we also have, who, I can't read your handwriting. Who's uh, the? Uh, Michael Palasek. Okay, Michael Palasek, comedian, will be in the studio. Nice. Uh, it's a No Sad Bro Friday. Yes. We'll have thousands of dollars to give away with you who loot, and we'll wrap up the week in fine fashion. That's it. We're done. Rage on, and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.